0: This week's video game apocalypse is brought to you by Casper premium mattresses. And you can go to caspertrial.com slash and save 50 bucks on any mattress.
1: And welcome to episode 301, the start of a new trilogy of Vigigame Apocalypse. I am your host, Michael. Zombies coming up the hell right now. Repares,
0: who else is here in the mystical, magical Tyler Wilde Memorial Studio of the Airwaves with me? Chris, 10 more episodes until 3.11 Antista. (laughs) Matthew, badly in need of a remake, Alan
1: man 311 never
2: forget
3: 311 ah. sucks
1: balls <laughs> we've got a fun show despite matt's wrong opinion there which i, I actually don't listen to enough 311 to make that judgment it's but not, that's not
2: me that's the kid from the concert that dave heard time, oh okay I see, right. I see
1: it's it's a laser time thing
0: it's yeah, an in can... Regardless, regardless the government should investigate 311 <laughs> <laughs> it's an eric andre joke look what i do yes yes
1: but it's a big week. Obviously, we've just had a one-two punch of the Resident Evil 2 remake and Kingdom Hearts 3, which have bizarrely reignited a rivalry that I think was created by MC Chris back in 2006 <laughs> in his famous Resident Evil versus King, Resident Evil 4 versus Kingdom Hearts 2 rant.
4: Who is Roxas? <laughs> I'm in Travis Town for like 90 minutes. Like
1: I can't do a good MC <laughs> <laughs> A thousand
4: years! <laughs> a thousand I hope years. we
1: solve this mystery. <laughs> <laughs> something something. You know, I never fed get tired that...
0: of the angry nerd character. It's so fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Obviously, we, we've we been completely consumed by these games. And we've got some other fun stuff to get to. But this this week's top five is, of course, inspired by Kingdom Hearts 3, because what isn't? More specifically, it's inspired by something that Kingdom Hearts 2 did. Rather infamously, the prologue, you weren't playing as Sora. You were playing as who? Roxas! Roxas! Roxas!
5: Roxas! Roxas. Who the hell's Roxas?
1: (laughs) He's a guy who just wants to save up some money to go to the beach with his friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like like that part of Kingdom Hearts always feels like the Japanese Charlie Brown like where the fuck did all these parentless children come from
5: mm-hmm. look they're there <laughs> to build there a, a new rope.
0: mythology
1: okay they have a weird rivalry with Safer from Final Fantasy 8 who's also a teenager
0: See, oh, I don't know <laughs> did they get rid of all the Final Fantasy characters in the new one I can't wait to talk about Kingdom Hearts 3 when do uh, we get to do that
1: I, I believe was... you're referring to the nobodies mm-hmm. uh, um, I want to you... say Zack is still in there I could be wrong but uh, yes, our, our top five this week focuses on games that let you play as a completely different character in the prologue before you got to the actual hero and the actual meat of the story. In pulling these together, I tried to just make it like the most memorable ones, the ones that left some sort of impression.
0: I have a feeling are we going to talk about Janet Lee and Psycho? Uh, we could, yes. This, that kind of began the trend, <laughs> yeah, didn't it? The, the whole decoy protagonist thing. It did. Uh, it, it, it was brought back with uh, Kevin Dillon in the remake of The Blob. Hmm. Did he get... Well, no, <laughs> oh, it's all that right. movie. The kill the protagonist like halfway through. It that's moves. right. He
1: gets eaten pretty early yeah. on. Actually, that
2: that there's a ground rule I was wondering. There's a couple examples I thought of, Mike, where it was like pretty late in the game mm-hmm. that this happens. And so do we have any rules here where it just it has to be prologue only? Or yeah, only it should few just minutes? be
1: like first, first few hours, maybe a tutorial to get you used to the controls, sure. and then they disappear or killed off or whatever. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Hot take uh, or no, advice for game developers. Never do this. <laughs> it's the worst. Never, ever do this. I
1: don't, I don't know. I think some of the examples I pulled together are pretty good.
0: You know, I think I saw one of the examples, and it is inarguably fun. Okay, I take it back. rarely do this.
1: Mm. (laughs) Only do it if it's really good. Like, you know, how Mario seems to be the protagonist of Super Mario Bros. 2, but really it's about Princess Toadstool, because who in their right mind wouldn't play as Princess Toadstool?
0: Dude, you can skirt through... Level four, so fast. Exactly. The Mario brother. I was personally a toad guy. Dude,
2: you know how fast he is? That guy is fast.
3: Mm.
0: Quicker picker upper, too. That's right. Mm -hmm. Hit a lot of coins that way.
2: And that voice. Boy, those dulcet tones, Ah, huh? ah, I look like Trump's dick. (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. Ah, that right. was only a few months ago, wasn't it? Ah, hard to believe. It, it feels, feels like, like twenty
0: years. Yeah. Did you did you know Super Mario Bros. Two is actually a reskin of uh Robotech episode? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Toad
2: is actually it's Lin Min Me. Ah, Lin Lin yes, yes,
0: yeah. yeah, Mario's Rick Hunter.
2: It's mm-hmm. it's all there right in front of you. You mm-hmm. just have to be paying attention. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yeah, and Luigi, he's a Zentradi. He's huh? a Zentradi warrior yeah, he's, of all things. He's, he's slightly bigger than all the others, which <laughs> slightly means he's about, if you translated the video game dimensions to real world dimensions, right. it'd be roughly 20
0: feet. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Not ready to get that specific. It's
6: like action <laughs> oh.
1: figure. Remember how the action figures were like slightly less than ha- twice the size of the... Uh, just humans. I'm just very proud of all of us for sticking with Robotech and no one saying Macross,
2: because that's some horseshit right there, right? Mm. It's Robotech. Yeah, I wanted to
0: enrage people. Um,
2: we saw the Robotech.
1: I, m- I mean, you know, past Macross Plus, that series just kind of loses all coherency, so... Okay, now I wish I was dead. Wait, wait an anime loses coherency? I know, right? What? What? <laughs> uh, what were we saying about Kingdom Hearts? Oh, oh wait. Yay, yay. <laughs> All right. Well, it's going to be a fun show, and we'll start to get
0: into it right after this. It's 2019, people, and you should resolve to sleep better. Yes, you spend a third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfy. That's why we're sponsored today by Casper Mattress, the ultra-comfy, hyper-affordable, hassle-free mattress. And you will not believe how little they cost and how easy it is to ship to you for free. Better still, you can get $50 towards any new mattress by visiting caspertrial.com slash lasertime. Rest assured, seriously. Uh, The experts at Casper work tirelessly to make make a quality sleep surface that cradles your natural geometry in all the right places. Plus, Casper offers affordable prices because Casper cuts out those middlemen and sells directly to you. Big box stores are going to want to sell you a mattress for thousands of dollars but casper starts at much less around 500 they're offering two mattresses right now the wave and the essential the wave features a patent pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body whereas the essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night there's a reason casper is the internet's favorite mattress because you can be sure of your purchase with casper's 100 night risk-free trial sleep on it for 100 nights don't like it they'll come get it dispose of it give you a full refund as if it never happened and yes shipping and returns are free to us and canada so once again to get 50 dollars towards any new mattress visit caspertrial.com slash laser time
7: would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the laser time crew then we strongly encourage you to support this show on Patreon.com lasertime It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the LazerTime network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste.
8: So, but we broke up. She was not pleased with it. Sent me some really nasty texts afterwards. I didn't talk to her again. Mm-hmm. Got another text. Well, you, know, you and you and I were actually at the cocktail party last weekend, and uh, so here is the uh, here is the excerpt. Here, she takes me out of nowhere, to something like, "Hey, I went on a date with a really nice guy to this, this evening, and I thought, um, you know, I I should have liked him or you know found him attractive, but I don't. I just think I like guys who are assholes like you." And <laughs> And, and so how's, how's playing you, video games to four in the morning with your ripped jeans and your, and your 90s attitude fucking Bart Simpson spray paint I like assholes like you do like monogamy and, and, and truthfulness um, so <laughs> uh, um, then she uh, and, and you know said something else Try to be you know put some levity given the last message that she told me which was something along the lines of like I hope you never experience joy in your life and die <laughs> You'll probably die at the age of 50. You've only got maybe 12 <laughs> years left. You're going to have 12 more years of working the same dead-end job. It, it's mean in a way. I w- I wouldn't even and,
0: think to be this mean.
8: Oh, it said I was a misogynist and a sexist and an asshole. And that I should have yeah, decided she with must, whole... Is she on Reddit? Anyway, keep going. <laughs> You're the biggest pussy I've ever met. <laughs> now who's the misogynist? Come on. The why, six... the, why the gendered slur? This explains your micropenis position. <laughs> <laughs> just an oversized clit. <laughs> and good luck with your midlife crisis, your hair loss, and your terrible schmegma. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you I have never been texted the word schmegma. Schmegma.
8: I will never contact you again, you geriatric fuck.
0: <laughs> Get Bonus Time,
7: a weekly, uncensored, and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash And we're back to talk about what Kingdom Hearts three. What
1: Roxas! <laughs> uh, prologue what? protagonists or prologue protagonists? Pro-, pro
2: yeah, I, I, was, I was just about to say protagonist, yeah. but that didn't work. Boy. Rectal prologue <laughs> protagonists. Prologue protagonists. <Prologanists. laughs> Kenny Loganists <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> no. getting footloose up in this shit. I was thinking Danger Zone. You went footloose. That's fine. Uh, do, does he
0: have a third song? Uh, yeah, yeah. nobody's fool off the Caddyshack 2 soundtrack. Oh. That song rules. Yes.
2: Isn't he also the Christopher Robin guy? That's his... Excuse me. Isn't that's he even, also...
0: That's Ewan McGregor. No, dude. No, <laughs> the song, man. Oh, what? Like, uh, now I got Keep right. in the hundred acre wood. Yeah, we're Christopher... No, I can't do a good Kenny O'Morgan's. <laughs> uh What were we talking about? Uh, cool as Ice, starring Vanilla Ice. Dude, that movie is so fucking rad. He races a horse with a motorcycle and loses. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, quick on the draw, there, Chris. I'm impressed. Movie <laughs> sucks. I used to sell it in college to make money <laughs> on eBay. Uh, what, I got like illegal copies by a rival cool as ice bootlegger. Man, I was pathetic. I <laughs> <What? laughs> was what? pathetic. This isn't I real. reported, and I looked into the guy who reported me, and he was—he was reporting me for selling all the bootleg shit. He was, oh, or she. But come on, you know that's a—that's a very guy thing to do.
1: Yeah, I suppose so. Who else would sell that movie? Who else
0: would <laughs> <laughs> set up a DVD burning operation inside the fucking dorm room? Uh, <laughs> oh. But wow. prologue, prologue antagonists, prologue antagonists beginning with
3: number
5: five. You should have come to me. We would have found another way. Yes, but then you would
1: have known. For what it's worth, I'm sorry. FMI. I mean those uh, shink sounds are a dead giveaway.
0: Yes. Michael Fassbender in <laughs> Prometheus. What what is this?
1: This is uh Hatham Kenway. Yes, I was thinking Assassin's Creed. In Assassin's Creed three. Oh who, god damn it. Who is the protagonist through like the first couple hours of the game. Yes.
2: It, where you my, kinda my, learn the ropes. My least
1: favorite part of
3: that game. Hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. And he's and he's a he, he, God damn it. I'm not an assassin.
1: He's a Templar. He's a Templar, thank you. That's the big reveal it's, at the mm. end of his whole segment. And still a prologue, so not, not really a huge spoiler. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I will say, I mean, that that is a fun segment to go through the first time. Talk me through the family tree,
2: though, because he, he's related. Sure. So, so four and five are also tied in with this, right?
1: Four and, th- well, the rest of three. Four is, uh, you play as Edward Kenway, who is Hatham's father. And then H- uh, Hatham's son is Connor, a.k.a. Raton Hagedon, the uh, half Mohawk, half English yes. hero of the game. Haytham does have some memorable scenes. After you go through the initial stages of uh, landing in the colonies and uh, setting up your little band of uh, hoodlums, you meet a woman named Kanoncio. Katsitsio, I think she pronounces it, who is a-, a Mohawk woman, and it's sort of funny. Are you touched in the head? Me? Haytham?
5: I come in peace. Why are you speaking so slow? Sorry.
1: What do you want? Well, your name, the one. Yeah, Mohawk woman, so of course he assumes that uh, if I speak very slowly, you will understand me. I see mm-hmm.
2: And then with four, I was thinking Ed, it's Edward Kenway, who's yes. the pirate assassin. And then the reason I thought it was in five, the, the Kenway Mansion is in five. And you can explore it in no, one No, it's sequence. in Syndicate. In Syndicate. I'm thinking five is Syndicate. I keep skipping five over Five is Unity. Unity. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. So Or Rogue, but,
1: depending on how you count That's them. true. That's when true. Did, but, <sighs> and Haetham also appears in Rogue.
2: But it's it's like, you know, the Ezio bloodline is in the first few Assassin's Creed, and then the Kenways are, are for, like, kind of like, if you're thinking, like, second trilogy or something like
1: that. Kind of, Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. he's an interesting guy. I've heard him com- compared to like a colonial James Bond. And he kind of is. He's, he's sort of, uh, in, in some ways, he's all the things that Connor isn't. He's suave. He's devious. He's kind of cruel, but uh, presents himself a- as kind of a, a kind person. Mm. And he, he's one of the more complex characters, I think, in Assassin's Creed lore. And it, it really took me a few times through the game because he is nominally the big bad. And it it wasn't until like a few times in that I realized like, okay, there's there's a lot more going on here than meets the eye that uh, you you spend a lot of the game thinking like, oh, Hatham and sent his followers to go and torch Connor's village because Connor meets them while they're en route to the village. They knock him out. And then when he wakes up, the village is on fire and his spoilers, his mother dies. And uh, so he, he grows up harboring this immense grudge. Against them and finds out again, spoilers, if you haven't played Assassin's Creed three, we're going to get into some key plot points here. So you might want to skip ahead a minute or two. It wasn't the Templars who did that. It was George Washington who he's been working for this whole time. And rather than just calling off his grudge, he's like, no, now I have a grudge against both you assholes, because Washington, you're an asshole, and Haytham, you're a Templar, and I kill Templars.
0: I'm very confused.
1: Is the Washington stuff from the DLC? Wasn't George Washington a big part of the
2: DLC for three? The,
1: well, the DLC was the Tyranny of King Washington, oh, which yes. is a strange alternate universe take. And it's not explained until the end what's really going on. Connor wakes up and he has his memories from the quote unquote real world, but is stuck in this weird alternate timeline where Washington takes power and builds a giant pyramid for himself. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. But is it as fun as Hatham getting into a bar fight? Oi! Where are you going, Cully?
4: Me? No,
1: the other cock robbing
4: well I um uh, I was leaving. Oh and now Well now
1: I'm going to feed you your teeth. Say ah oh.
2: <laughs> That sounds quite disgusting, right? Yes.
1: You assume that the feeding happens as he's like thrusting his fist into their mouth like all the teeth would just fold inward and go neatly down the throat. Hadn't given it much thought, Michael. Didn't well, you now you about... do. I'm yeah. still
0: stinging for my dentist visit you had to pull that shit. <laughs> got a teeth thing, man.
1: Well, let's move along to... Number
3: four.
4: Uh,
1: that's not going to ring any bells for anyone. No. <laughs> what? what was that? Is this uh, Miss Cleo Origins? <laughs> uh, you're close. This is the beginning of Star Fox Adventures, oh, where you play as that's Crystal. Speak. That's right. It's not Lylat-speak. It's whatever Crystal. I, I'm not up on my Star Fox lore enough to know where Crystal's supposed to be from. But that's what... It, it's the dinosaur it doesn't planet. doesn't matter, because
0: I heard speech. she's married to 7,000 people on DeviantArt.
1: Roughly that, yes. Sure. And the subject of, I'm sure, at least 100 uh, erotic fan games. Mm. But uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Wolf Team's quite sexy, let's be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. In Star Fox Adventures, formerly Dinosaur Planet, she shows up in what appears to be a Princess Leia bikini and fights a reptilian overlord named General Scales, who, despite speaking in Dinosaur Planet language, he, oh, he always uh, refers to himself in English.
5: General Scales. Hiko, or If dinosaur planet.
1: Nice of him to say dinosaur planet.
2: <laughs> this game feels like a fever dream. Like when you're playing these clips, I'm remembering, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I think I blocked it out of my memory. This is such a weird game, but it was good. It really I remember
0: is. it being really good. Well, it, right, and it, it's it's still the last best Star Fox. Console game.
1: Mm, I Starlink, but. <laughs> uh, yes, oh, Starlink, he's great.
0: Oh, Starlink. Yeah. Ever the company, man. So you.
1: I love Starlink. So you spend the prologue as Crystal, and before long, she's investigating this temple and suddenly gets knocked into a crystal and put into suspended animation. Wait, Crystal gets knocked into a crystal? Into a giant crystal, of yes. Of course. And that clears the way for the real hero to show up.
5: I have a new mission for you, Fox. You are approaching Dinosaur Planet, an ancient world on the edge of the Lilac System. As you see,
1: chunks of the planet have been torn from its surface. It's your job to get them back. If Dinosaur Planet explodes, it could affect the entire Lilac System. So there's a certain chunk of the audience right now that's going like, ooh, 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 ooh. And I will say, so... Originally, Star Fox Adventures was just going to be called Dinosaur Planet, and it was going to star Crystal and another character named Saber, and players would be able to switch between them through the entire game. And this was her game. And I imagine at some point, someone in Nintendo said, like, well, you've you've got this fox protagonist. What if we just made it yeah. Star Fox? You and... already
0: made a fuckable fox. You are yeah. halfway there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, and, and if, you, if you just sit and watch the beginning of the game, it does feel like... You can almost see the seams where this went from being Dinosaur Planet to Star Fox Adventures because all you have to do is sideline Crystal and introduce Fox, and then they're they're sort of interchangeable from that point on. Immediately, like the first thing you do is Fox is find Crystal's staff, and then her head pops up to just narrate a, a series of tutorials for you. And yeah, other than like some the addition of some Star Fox flying missions, which are sort of similar to uh, the flying mission you do at the very beginning of the game on the back of, like, a talking pteranodon. It, like, this this could have very easily just been its own separate thing, and now it's an indelible part of the Star Fox universe. It was a weird time, It we was originally
0: called Doki Doki Planet. Yeah. That's, right. <laughs> that's
1: right, that's right, that's uh-huh. right. Doki Doki <laughs> Planet. It was being developed by Silicon Knights and uh, became Eternal Darkness. <laughs> 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 uh, and Momotoro goes to Mongolia and becomes Genghis Khan. It was just—it didn't make sense at the time. Trust us on this one,
2: guys. If you—if you weren't around playing on GameCube, even we knew this was weird as yeah. it was happening. And yet, it was yeah,
0: quite it good. Doesn't, it doesn't feel like a Star Fox game at all. No. Oh yeah. no, no.
1: No, no, no. It feels like a sort of—it's like if Benjoo Kazooie was Rare's attempt to recreate Mario sixty four. This is their Zelda, and I think this was like the last game they did for Nintendo before they were bought out by. No shit, really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Was that long ago?
1: Seventeen
2: mm. years. Yeah, I sure. do remember the staff combat yeah. felt good. It was like it was like living out American Gladiators. You know, you are hitting mm-hmm. with the, with the double ended staff.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And you got to. a lot of practice with staffs. It yeah. came very staves.
1: Naturally. Staves. Staves.
0: Yes, it's oh, good no. to know what those. It was, are. It's definitely more dick like my joke. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah, sort sort of ironic that like the second you land on Dinosaur Planet, Star Fox is talking to General Pepper's like, why can't I just use my blaster? And General Pepper's like, you can't solve every problem with violence, Fox. And Fox immediately goes and finds a magic stick that he can hit people they with. Solve with violence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say uh, we,
2: it was we use a more civilized weapon, like throwing some Star Wars references in there. Mm, uh-huh.
1: No, I wasn't going for that. Yeah. Blasters, crude weapon. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You couldn't make one. Do a barrel roll. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, did, that, did, that's did, the did. other thing. They, they the Peppy and Slippy sound like different actors than Star Fox 64. It was me. And, Do a barrel roll, and, and oh, yes, yeah. it is like I'm. I, you? I'm not used to Star Fox uh, running into so many people with English accents. This is <laughs> weird.
0: <laughs> Yet, very typical for a rare game.
1: Yes, extremely. It's kind mm-hmm. of their thing. I um, think if this game taught
2: me anything, it's that Star Fox. The great thing about the earlier Star Fox games is they were no longer than an
0: hour or two each.
2: This game, (laughs) yeah, they were straight up uh, arcade games. (laughs) This game was very long.
0: That's what I remember. Like I couldn't finish this, and like I really tried. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was a lengthy one, but it did look really good. It looked great. The dinosaurs looked really good. I do Mm -hmm. remember that. And even watching it now, like this still looks really good. It just looks kind of low res, but like the the work that they did with the polygons, it's like this looked incredible like th- this was like a, a graphics powerhouse on Gamecube yeah, yeah the fur the fur looked good mm-hmm. early tress effects with fox fur why not yeah absolutely but is it as good as number three uh, hint it's not Dark Lord whatever you want you won't find it here
0: you cannot disguise yourself from me
1: Jenna. turn back ah! No, he's Gandalf! Darth Vader. I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Sir Ian McKellen himself there. Um, now, this is... Uh, you guys know which game this is? I do.
0: Is
2: this one of the Force Unleashed games? It is Star the... Star Wars
0: F- Tufa.
1: Yeah, Tufa. Or Star Wars F-U. Mm. Um, at the beginning of Star Wars The Force Unleashed, you play as Vader, uh, rather famously in that first level. And it is probably the most powerful you feel throughout that game except for like that scene where you just suddenly are pulling down a star destroyer yes
0: and yeah, it's actually pretty bizarre because it, it it seems like it's starting like that Metroid abilities that like mm-hmm. I will eventually be this strong. No, you won't. No, I'll never be this it's strong. Theater. You'll never be able to cut through Wookiees like this. Yeah. Which is very hurtful.
1: <laughs> That's Well, they, they do kind of give you that sensation again in uh, a DLC for the Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2 where you go to get to go to Endor and you start throwing uh, Ewoks around all over the place, which I can tell you feels <laughs> fucking great. Much better than killing Wookiees. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yes, Darth Vader kills a lot of Wookiees. So it's just, it's, it's starting you off with this insane power trip where you get to be like, you know, for all the horrible things he's done, the coolest badass in Star Wars. Sure. And uh, just stomp through everything, throwing Wookiees around, cutting through them like paper. And uh, then you get to, well, the point of the thing. Lord Vader, we were ambushed upon
5: arrival, but I have the situation well in...
1: I have no...
8: Interest
0: in your fears, Commander. I am here on a mission of my own
1: and that by the way is a really cool cutscene because you just see Vader's shuttle land and there's like uh, pl- uh blaster bolts and people dying all around him stormtroopers falling down and he just like marches straight forward doesn't skip a beat meets that officer strangles him for no reason then starts killing wookies yeah. and the reason he's there is to hunt down a jedi who's been in hiding among the Wookiees. But uh, even that Jedi is not his real target.
4: I sense someone far more powerful nearby. Where is your master? The dark side has clouded your mind. You killed my master years ago. Then now you will share his fate.
3: A son? Run!
1: Uh, yeah, he sees a little toddler and realize not just that he sees a little toddler, he's about to kill this Jedi, and then all of a sudden his lightsaber gets force-yanked out of his hand and flies into the hands of this little boy. Oh, and God. he realizes, like, oh shit, this kid is super powerful, and uh, kill, kills the dad, and then, like... That officer from earlier shows up with a bunch of stormtroopers, they see the kid holding Vader's lightsaber, and the officer's like, don't worry, I got this. Vader immediately yanks the lightsaber over, kills all the stormtroopers to eliminate witnesses, and then delivers one of the most surprising lines of the game. Come with me. More will be here soon. Yes, I'm acting out of interest for somebody other than myself. This is completely unprecedented.
0: (laughs) Especially the ending where he just yells, Bastard from a basket. basket." (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Uh. I've abandoned my boy. Uh, I've abandoned my boy. (laughs) You know, that just really
2: made Luke feel a lot worse, right? Uh Yeah, yeah.
0: So
1: you wouldn't raise me, but you raised him. Mm-hmm. I
0: wanted to get it right the
1: second <laughs> time. <laughs> Well, then it kind of ties back to Assassin's Creed 3, because one of the, t- the oh, plot lines no, in Assassin's no. Creed 3 is that Hatham has this biological son he doesn't really know about until the son becomes an adult, whereas uh, Charles Lee, who he meets as a young adult, kind of becomes the son he's never had. And also, it make film. me enjoy
0: sons in Assassin's Creed. Never! Now I know why they rebooted Assassin's
2: Creed. <laughs> <laughs> they three, never did. Three. Origins!
1: It's not a reboot. It's,
2: it plays completely differently. Yeah. It's the I Dark mean, Souls of Assassin's game.
3: Creed. Oh,
0: hush. right! Break, break it up! Break it up! Star Wars, <laughs> Star, Wars. Yeah. Star Wars, Oh yeah, yeah. Star yes. Wars
2: will keep people from fighting, surely. Break, break
0: it up! Yeah, <laughs> but I don't oh, know. I just, I just like it. Like just thinking about this, and it, it is a cool moment. I can't imagine it holds up very well because I, I can't imagine they. It's a little. Everything's a little floaty with Vader, mm-hmm. but you know, it's it's not like they spent the bulk of their development time on this opening level. Yeah. What like, are come you on, insinuating? Like, There's nothing floaty about me. (laughs) It it, it is, you fucking disco samurai space dude. Like, like, I think we can all agree. It's the cape, isn't it? (laughs) We were talking a couple weeks ago about EA and single player Star Wars games. Like, it's enough proof of concept that there should be a Darth Vader game. Yes. yes, where you play as Darth Vader. The Darth Vader can...
2: comic was epic from a few years right. Ago. And based Written it by Jason Gillen.
0: Comic, if you want to, and, and have less fighting than you would imagine if you want to. But like, oh. I, in my opinion, that's the perfect person to put front and center in a Star Wars game at, at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a and... canonical like uh, like nothing in the movie. Uh, yeah, between what between four and five, like let me play as Vader, like hassling Jabba the Hutt. Give me some Telltale style scenes. Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I think the storytelling, I'm, I'm going to get a little spoilery here on this now ancient game.
0: It probably it's uh, retconned
1: anyway, right? Yeah, but, it's yeah, it's no it's, But, uh, you no know, longer. somebody might come to it and, and want some surprises. So,
2: you know, skip it's ahead terrible. a few minutes
1: if that's you. <laughs> it's Well, it's not terrible. The game is okay. Games, yeah, but it's The, totally the fine. storytelling is really good because it knows that you as the audience, like, if you grew up with Star Wars, deep down, you kind of want to sympathize with Vader. Like, even though he's a badass, like, you know, there's still good in him. He's he's really Anakin deep down. And so this story kind of makes you think that it's showing you another side of him where he takes in this boy, raises him as a Sith, although not like really an evil Sith. He's not like Darth Maul. He's just like, oh, yeah, I'm doing the right thing, fighting for the Empire. and uh The Empire need any donuts? I'm going out. Yeah. Pretty much like he's he's an awfully nice guy for someone who was raised by Vader. And uh, then, you, you know, you find out like, oh, the the rebel alliance was secretly set in motion by Vader himself. He sends you out to recruit its leaders and get them to join forces. And then it turns out, oh, no, Vader just wanted to get all his enemies in one place so he could betray them. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, there's that great moment at the end. I I still remember the concept art for this was like the coolest thing, seeing like battle damaged Vader, like one of his sleeves torn off and like his helmet missing. And you just see his eyes with the face mask and like, man, that was so cool. And yes, you can you can choose to fight him or to protect your friends at the end. And like if you if you fight him, uh, your friends who will go on to found the Rebel Alliance die. You will beat him. And then, or no, if you choose to kill him, you yeah, you think you have to fight him either way.
0: Uh, you you beat him, and then letting him live or die. I yeah, think.
1: you you are crushed by a tie fighter and uh, resurrected as his mostly cybernetic replacement. And then, if you, uh, and then that version of you goes on to be in the DLC where you're a bad guy and you go through like Tatooine and Hoth, uh, killing Obi Wan and fighting Luke, and that that's kind of cool. Or uh. You, you, you end up dying and, and your friends escape, and then uh, you somehow get brought back in the sequel. As a clone, but not an evil clone, just a clone.
0: And we can, I think we can recognize this now as the game that broke Lucas LucasArts. Yeah? Like seven years in development, mm. um, Yeah, kind of why they stopped developing games. Yeah. Before the Disney acquisition, they'll also never develop games. Oh, so sad. It is a little sad. Well, this is the topper on, on Lucas Art's career, which is storied and wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, you know, the future's a big place. Never say never.
2: I gotta say, so the, that voice of Vader, that wasn't James Earl Jones. I think we could all hear that. No! That, it was, no! that you... was Chad Vader, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, but I and now I know why. I'm looking at the IMDb page for this game. They wasted all their VO budget on Jimmy Smits. They did get Jimmy! Jimmy Smits! That's all you need. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, Jimmy Smith plays so well to the gamer demographic.
1: But that's yeah, true. He, 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 just, does... he
0: fits in the game so organically. All right. <laughs> oh! oh nice. You should have bailed on that joke. Am I right?
1: <laughs> nice, nice, nice. But, yeah, I seem to remember, like, well, the, the guy who did, like, a bunch of video shorts in, like, the early 2000s as Chad Vader it was, like, managing a grocery <laughs> store. Uh, he, he got picked right. up by LucasArts because he did such a great Vader impressions. They're like, we need to use that guy as a sound alike. Ah. And they did, didn't they? For something? Yeah, for several things. It might have been this. It might have been some stuff beforehand. I don't know.
2: Didn't, I remember seeing something like that with Telltale with Back to the Future, where it was just like a guy, maybe on the dev team, who sounded like Marty McFly, and they're like, oh, could you're be, gonna stand could in. Eh, maybe. Oh,
4: no.
2: Yeah, maybe I'm totally <laughs> making that up. Maybe it
4: was Chris! Hmm. Maybe it was me! Oh, God! <laughs> Quick, quick. I fucked my sister!
1: My mother! Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure I like this Rick, I mean, Doc!
4: <laughs> Why would you get me with such a hot mom, Doc? Oh. Why do we exclusively yell at one another? Oh, God. I
1: don't know. It's, it's the 80s. It's like silent mm-hmm. movies. they mm-hmm. just very theatrical. Anyway. No, you
0: know what? As we, emerge, uh, as we emerge out of 80s nostalgia, Back to the Future has a comfortably non toxic fan base. It's something this I take the delight in disappearing into nowadays. Hmm. You fucked up Ghostbusters Internet. You fucked it up.
1: How long do you think till we get a reboot?
0: Of uh as
1: opposed to a sequel of Back to the Future.
0: Uh I don't know. I don't think you I don't think you should do that. Anything that was impressive about it won't work in CG. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. Like what is the what is the last really cool time travel movie you can think of? So we were talking about that on 302010 this week Because a movie starring Dakota Fanning Whose name I do not remember oh, it, it was one of those like billion and one Mid 2000s time travel Jump movies mm-hmm. And like they're all forgotten And maybe that's something we no longer like look back upon And care about the ability to go back and change the past or uh, visit the future.
1: No, Looper, I think, is the last really cool time travel
0: movie. That was so fucking awesome. God, Mm -hmm. Looper was good. Everyone's wrong about Last Jedi. Suck a dick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's move along to something that's a little less power fantasy and a little more heartfelt.
3: Number
4: two. You kept complaining about Broken Watch. So I figured, you know. You like it?
9: honey this is it's what? nice but i i think it's stuck it's not
3: what no 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 no.
4: oh ha ha where
9: did you get the money for this
4: drugs i sell hardcore drugs
5: oh good you started helping out with the mortgage
4: then yeah you wish
1: I saw that glimmer of recognition mm. from Matt. No, I just got really, really sad. That was Joel tool.
2: from The Last of Us with his daughter. Yeah,
1: Sarah, who Ugh. I I just rewatching this last night. I got a little bit choked up because it really is such a fucking tear jerker opening.
2: I can't play this, So I played this game before I had kids. Now that I have kids, there is no way I could ever go back and replay that sequence. Jesus Christ! Did game.
0: I get that older? Did you work really fast? When I <laughs>
2: I man, yeah. I just, there's no way I could play this game uh, at this mm. point. It's it's too sad. What happened to his daughter? You
1: should you should have an option to skip over that
0: prologue, then, yeah. because yeah, but you haven't played part two yet. I hear she comes back <laughs> <That's>, as <laughs> a big boss, and you have to really <laughs> fuck her up. It's very, <laughs> it's very, very difficult. She, she's
1: Evil. still a, a wayfish little nine-year-old, or however mm-hmm. old it is, she's supposed to be.
2: Actually, a pretty good scene in Resident Evil Two along those hmm. lines. Well, we can get to
1: that in the next segment. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought, like when I first played this, like this left me with my jaw hanging open, because not only is it a tearjerker, but seeing the apocalypse happen in real time, going yeah. from. In the space of one night, normality to insanity through the eyes of the little girl who's helpless and just is kind of pulled along by the adults around her is a super effective way of introducing you to this world and kind of making you feel that horror immediately. It starts off pretty slow with that, you know, cute little exchange. She's giving uh, her dad a a watch for his birthday and uh, then she wakes up around 2.30 a.m. Her dad is not in the house and so you're kind of roaming around with this sense of dread waiting for something to jump out at you. All of a sudden, Joel runs in through an open sliding glass door.
4: Here you are.
5: Sarah, are you okay? Yeah. Does anyone come in here?
4: No, who would come in here?
5: Don't go near the doors. Just just stand back there.
4: Dad, you're kind of freaking me out. What's going on? It's the Coopers.
5: Somebody ride with them,
1: I th- Kind of sick. <gasps> the kind of sick that comes and slams up against a close sliding glass door, <laughs> like yeah, you know, like a
2: dumb bird.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
2: and I then, just remember that moment because you didn't know who Joel was. You didn't know that
0: you know you'd be mm-hmm. playing as him eventually. I um, mean,
1: you did if you were paying attention to previews, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> well, but well, when <laughs> you when you bring it up,
0: it reminds me yeah. of one of my favorite movie, movie openings ever: uh, Dawn of the Dead, the remake. Yeah. Which is just like the beginning of the apocalypse or one person as the mm-hmm. world, like, very, very quickly goes to shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah.
6: yeah. I just,
2: I just remember though, in the beginning, you weren't sure, like, is he going to pop out as a zombie? Because you, you kind of, you know, the game is a zombie game. And mm-hmm. so it's like, as she's searching for him, I'm like, okay, what's going to happen? And then, yeah, to see things, how quickly they just go off the rails yeah. it
1: is insane. And to get a little bit spoilery, you, you, there are like a bunch of false ends where, like, you know, you're going to fucking die. Like it's just a matter of time. So it's that, that whole sequence feels like dangling your feet over a shark tank. You're just waiting for the shark to jump and bite. And yeah, there, there are a bunch of scenes where you have like near misses. There's a bit where your car suddenly gets hit from the side and the screen goes black and then you wake up and uh, suddenly you're in control of uh, Joel and you're smashing your way out of the car and uh, grabbing Sarah. And then you're, you're running around carrying her, and uh, shit is just going to hell everywhere.
3: Don't out! Keep your eyes closed, honey. Oh my! <laughs> Keep running! Those
9: people are on fire.
5: Don't look, Sarah.
2: But it's – it's. I mean you realize why they had to do it because they really are trying to show you that this is why Joel is the way he is. Yeah. And so it's super well, they're effective. They're giving you
1: a reason to care about – well, both of them right off the bat. Right.
2: Yeah. But I, you you say you knew she was going to die. I don't think I knew that. You know, even though I'd sort of been following the game, mm-hmm. I thought, well, maybe, you know, she might make it through all this. And who knows what happens to him in the future? Because you do know it's a post-apocalyptic well, game. There's so know?
1: much foreshadowing that something horrible is about to happen to this child. Like, this is no place for a child. Right. And And, yeah, it's just...
2: But, to talk, but it fits into, you know, we've done episodes about, like, kids in peril. And so that is such yeah. a rare thing in media to actually see a kid die. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, oh, there's no way. She's going to make it through. She's got to make it out of mm-hmm. this. And then I think that's why, to me personally, it was so impactful, like, when it actually happened. You're like, holy shit. And you're seeing it in front of you. And you, you had just played as this person. Uh, and then, yeah, then you're like, okay, yeah, this is why Joel is, he's just this hardened, you know, empty husk of a man mm-hmm. uh, years later.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it does. It does give you reason. Like he, he, when he's he, it doesn't just introduce him as this hardened badass that you have to eventually grow to care about. It gives you you immediately pity him. Yes, it's it's sort of like if you knew that Kratos right off the bat was a broken man because he'd been forced to kill his own wife and daughter. Um, but this this is obviously a bit different, mm-hmm. and yet mm-hmm. so much the same. Right. Right. Hmm. It sort of reminds me of, of
2: RDR two. This isn't too spoiler, but there's there's a person who eventually joins your gang, mm-hmm. and there's
1: one line where she's. His name is Jack Marston, and you take him fishing, <laughs> and it's a
2: it's a bookend to something that happens much no, later. No, no, um, Sadie. I'm talking about Sadie. Yeah. I know. Well, there's there's a line with Sadie where it basically, um, it's it's along the lines of, "Hey, I'm not really a human being anyway. I'm like the ghost. I've yeah, been we're like just the ghost. ghosts. We're ghosts of human beings. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, and that's very much Joel, right? He's mm-hmm. like, yeah. My body, the heart might be beating and stuff, but I'm, I don't want to be here. I, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I'm know?
1: basically suicidal. Right. I don't give yeah. a shit. Yeah. I've somehow managed to survive this long. as just one of the, the asshole scavengers that you keep killing over and over again throughout the game. Right. Yep. Well, I guess that brings us finally to... Number
2: one. This is Snake. Do you read me, Otacon? Loud and clear,
3: Snake. Kept you waiting, huh?
0: Reeled you in like a fish <laughs> didn't we, did we did we talk about this we recently just we about did this. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. I,
1: you can't talk about people you only play as in the prologue without talking about solid snake in metal gear solid 2 the ultimate fucking fake out circa 2001 not only was he just the prologue protagonist the prologue protagonist but the game the, all the marketing led you to think that it was a, a game about solid snake that entire demo was just him on board that tanker, and guess what? That just turned out to be the first hour or two yeah. of the game. It was the for biggest. That, that I
0: think is the biggest, like the reason why this is one of the biggest fuck yous ever is that the demo came out. So it wasn't just that people thought something; they played something for months. Mm-hmm. Yes, we had the expectation that I'd be playing the rest of this game as Solid Snake, and we're told to pound sand, eat a dick, <laughs> enjoy riding. Uh, like and almost immediately, it felt like it was. Fat. I, I don't know. Maybe I played the demo so much I knew how to get. Through the through the official game, the final game that quickly, but like, mm. man, it was so fucking weird.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's it's the biggest swerve in video game history, still to this yeah. day. you know, because yeah. like all the marketing and everything,
1: it's like snake snake was all over everything. We didn't know who Raiden was. No one cared about Raiden. Oh, and you think it's a bigger swerve than the fourth sword quest not coming out and nobody winning that prize?
3: Yes, just bringing it not back to ancient. ancient.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and and. It's not just that; it's that the game made you uh, go through all these codec conversations that really try to detail like what Snake been up to since the Shadow Moses incident in Metal Gear Solid One. Don't worry, I know the drill. We're not terrorists. Very good. Don't you forget that you're
2: part of Philanthropy now, an anti-Metal Gear organization and officially recognized by the U.N. Recognized, but still fringe Otacon.
1: Remember that? Philanthropy? It won't come up again until the fourth game. And even then, (laughs) it'll just be mentioned. (laughs) Uh, Ah, But really, that's just giving Snake uh, an altruistic reason to continue investigating Metal Gears, which he's doing in that that opening act. Right. And, uh, yeah, in that opening act, you you, uh, sneak on board what's just supposed to be like a, a ship patrolled by Marines that is like... Is illegally transporting the Metal Gear and take pictures of it. And then some uh, Russian mercenaries show up and it turns out that they are in the employ, more or less, or working with uh, Revolver Ocelot. Or is it Liquid Ocelot now? Because he's got Liquid Snake's right arm, supposedly. <laughs> well, then, no, he just thought he had it, right? He had yeah, convinced but, himself. But he, when he takes over the Metal Gear, he does a pretty convincing impression of... Uh, Liquid Snake's voice.
5: You don't have what it takes after all! You're going down, Snake, with this tanker!
1: And he is. And it, like, after trying to uh, get up and, and fight this thing or escape, you just get knocked into... Water with a bunch of corpses, and the tanker sinks, and your fate is left ambiguous until Lieutenant JG Pliskin shows up. Iroquois Pliskin. <laughs> Iroquois Pliskin.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yep.
1: And that's why we were just talking about this the other week.
2: Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh man, yeah it's it still annoys me. I'll be quite honest. It's,
2: I'm still pissed about this swerve. Like mm-hmm. even though they made riding cool, like years later, you know, yes. by, by basically. Making him non-human. They just turned him yeah. into a cyborg ninja.
1: Well, it takes a lot to recover from this voice. There's something <laughs> Snaking I, I admire Mission about, 60.
0: About the gall of... Cre- like, Well, let's be honest. Solid made Snake one of the most iconic heroes in the entire medium. And mm-hmm. then to not use him in the next yeah. game. Yeah, the yeah. second game. Oh, admirable. Mm-hmm. Admirable. I want to just see Kojima drinking a giant cup of Kermit
1: tea.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that photo exists somewhere. He's very plugged into
1: memes. That's right. <laughs> Although you follow him on Twitter and it's all just like, check out this DVD of this 80s horror movie I bought. I'm sorry, Blu-ray. Yes. <laughs> check out these three identical Blu-rays I bought. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, man. But yeah, this that it was a really great moment and... If you think about it it's weird that like they gave away one of the best parts of this game for free. Right. Well, not right. free, yeah. you had to buy Zone of the Enders, but still. Do you think it was a thing I've always sort of wondered that he
2: just wanted it to be to be a riding game and someone at Konami was like no, you you have to have Snake in this game. Like That's if possible. it's a Metal Gear game like there has to be Snake. And so it almost feels I know it's not tacked on because it is it is the prologue to the story, but yeah. you, you could imagine a scenario where it's like okay, well, here's what I'm going to do. And then he probably made him even happier by like releasing it as the demo and getting people to think you're going to be playing a snake yeah. in the
1: demo. And, and I mean, if you look at it in, in the scope of the whole game, like it really is, it, it allows for there to be sort of a handoff sort of for the, you know, snake to pass the torch without it at first directly encountering uh Raiden. But it, you know, at the same time, I'm sure that appealed to Kojima's Kojima's sense of playfulness that he's like, yeah, I can fuck with people. I like, I like
0: Matt's idea that this is like the beginning of friction between Konami and Kojima. Mm-hmm. You're well, gonna, you're what?
2: I mean, the other thing it is is just like, could this be the the first indicator? Like, Kojima didn't want to keep making Metal Gear games after a
1: while. No, I know? mean, consider that Metal Gear Solid happened after the series had been dead for what at least ten years. Right. No, yeah, this could this could have been that as well. He's like, you know what? I'm no,
2: I'm tired of this character. I'm tired of all well, this bullshit. I,
1: f- I feel like starting with Metal Gear Solid too. Like, th- I think this might have been where he started saying, this will be the last Metal Gear game I make. Right. And right. and then Metal Gear Solid 3 was also the last one. And then yeah. f- same with 4 and same with 5. And 5 was apparently where that came true. So, whoops. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you got your wish, boy. Good for you. Uh, very sad. Uh, but anyway, that's our top five. And on that note, uh, now that our prologue is complete, what? we're going to take a little break. Oh. And- and uh, you have something you wanted to introduce in this part, Chris.
0: Yes, dude. Uh, new Hot Dad song, and it's it's fucking great. Uh, we are going to the Game Zone by our buddy Hot Dad. You can find that on his Facebook or his YouTube um, or, hey, even support him. Maybe he'll make a song about you at patreon.com slash hot dad. Love this guy.
1: All right, well, we're going to go out on that, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some Resident Evil 2, some Kingdom Hearts 3, some other stuff that's less important, so stay tuned. The
3: moment's right. I'm not
7: Is the world of today getting you down? Well, then why not check in on some of the good stuff that happened this week in movies, TV, games, and more, 30, 20, and 10 years ago, this very week, with our show, 30, 302010. Here's a clip from 1999.
0: Uh, the video games, of uh, January 25th and 31st. There's a, a big one, but only big in that it hits the PS1. That is Marvel Super Heroes vs. Street Fighter. Remember, we started with X-Men vs. Street Fighter. Love that image. <gasps> of Cyclops shaking hands with Ryu uh, and we graduated to Marvel Superheroes Heroes versus Street Fighter we have still not arrived at Marvel versus Capcom debut of one of my favorite sprites ever Spider-Man just one of his idle animations just screams you know a Spider-Man catchphrase like uh, uh-huh. what would he say
4: watch out for my web
0: sure he could say that <laughs> Diana what what might Spider-Man say
9: want call for a web slinger
0: could say that instead he just yells
9: do your job! <laughs> and there's, and there,
0: there, there. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. It always makes me laugh when I see it. Jump into the
7: past with 302010 every Thursday on lasertimepodcast.com or iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Five, four,
1: And welcome back to our final segment, where we will waste no time, no time whatsoever. I say none, no time. We will waste none of it. Just like Kingdom Hearts, we won't ever waste no, time. we will not have we a thirty-minute pe- discussion. We're not going to make people wait. No, thirteen years where we we flex our muscles and uh, flap around I'm our arms right now. and I'm flexing.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Guys, let me face, let me face, let me face my fears. Let me face, let me face. What? Can we talk about Kingdom Hearts 3 now? You can face them in the... the new ah, fuck. Release oh, there it, it, it is. The right one.
1: <laughs> Fucking Kingdom Hearts uh. 3 is out at uh. last after 4,000 years. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And
0: is officially one of the best games ever. What? I am totally blown away. Really?
2: <laughs> really? Yes. Well, yes. I, I wouldn't know because I've only played Kingdom Hearts
1: 2.9. Apparently, ah
0: yes, that's a funny. That was a funny joke they tried to add in. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do developers generally do
1: jokes? Yeah,
0: that's just a silly thing. That's uh, just a silly thing. I was I was flabbergasted that that's why it was called. That's why they released a product last year called 2.8 to make that joke.
2: Uh, wow, got it. Well, I, well, I thought it was just meaning that that's the prologue segment of the game, which is which is the Hercules level. Right. Right. Yeah, but how,
0: how the fuck would you tell the difference?
2: <laughs> well, I think, here's the thing. Maybe I'm wrong, but I can sort of tell, like, the, the Hercules level, I don't know if it was the first thing they were working on 13 years ago or whatever, but to me, that level feels like an up PS2. Like, it, it doesn't... I was I was seeing other people's footage of like the Toy Story levels and Tangled and all this mm-hmm. stuff and that stuff looks amazing and beautiful.
0: Well that's 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 one of the things I really want to compliment about it. In in that Hercules is kind of one of the last 2D animated properties to be represented in Kingdom Hearts 3 that's and it's true. kind of like waving goodbye to it. And then Hercules level is in like every fucking Kingdom Hearts. So I don't know mm. if that makes it a prologue or not.
6: Okay.
1: Was was that the first level in the original Kingdom Hearts? Maybe our special guest can tell me.
6: Well, hmm? actually, it's the second level in the first Kingdom Hearts. But he, ah, thank you. Going to going to Olympus has been a very important thing in the whole series. Hi, yeah. I'm TL Foster. I thank heard you, you guys were talking us. about Kingdom Hearts.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes.
6: <laughs> Damn right, we are. I just right imagine the,
1: the smell of it pulling you in like a pie mm-hmm, in a cartoon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: But 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 yeah like 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 the Hercules level is the last I, I know there's other 2D representations in there but like once you get to Tangled this is like it, you look inserted into the movie right yeah it's Tangled very, looks like very the movie strange. it's
2: insane it's insane and I was I
0: was complaining about the lack of like a you know the Disney's 90s renaissance being represented in the game but like it looks really really fucking cool like I have never seen I've never seen a game like match and it doesn't help that like a lot of the voice actors are there too, but like I don't know. I thought once I got to the tangled area, I thought that was so fucking dope.
6: Well, I thought I thought the I thought the the, the Olympus stuff actually looked good for what it was. I just Me too. it looked it looked different. Because I think they were trying to stay with that kind of stylized way that Hercules looks.
2: Hercules was a stylized movie, yeah. Yeah, Like even at the time, it had like thicker lines. It it had a much more basic animated style.
0: Yeah, and you don't go. You never went to Olympus. You went to the Colosseum. So kind of the idea is like the stuff that looks sort of bad is the stuff that looks like the Colosseum, the hum, the mortal area of uh, of Hercules. Once you go to Olympus, that shit is otherworldly and really pretty. And I have. It is glorious to see Donald and Goofy just look so, so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I played through... I was just playing through Dream Drop Distance, the latest Kingdom Hearts game, which is a 3DS game. That From game seven has, years ago. It's never, ever appeared on anything better than PS2 graphics before. And seeing, like, oh, shit, this is... I, I don't know, I was expecting another up-res, so I, I was sort of blown away by the way it looked. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and more than that, like, the story is still dog shit <laughs> oh yeah
6: yeah it's so stupid but i don't i'm here for it i'm just really here i, w- I want to dive into it is. but
2: can i I just do one thing real quick first i want to apologize because i've given kingdom hearts a lot of shit hmm. over the years because of the story and if someone would have told me that i could have beaten a fucking mountain titan boss with the fucking Big Thunder Mountain train from Disneyland, yeah. I would have been on board. Why didn't you guys... I took a, a Main Street Electrical Parade pirate ship, and I'm killing enemies with this. <laughs> is this Has this been Kingdom Hearts the whole time? You no, guys didn't tell never me you had ever, rides or <laughs> attractions. Before.
0: Okay, the but attractions are first, awesome. It's a console first for flow motion. Yeah. But more, more importantly to me, the story. The story is still dog shit. However, the writing they got the memo on the story Mm -hmm. it it appears and they work that in a little bit so it does make a little more sense and the memory archive is actually a really good primer i don't exactly understand what's going on but basically there are multiple versions of multiple characters that's all you really need to know well there's, there's multiple versions of
6: one big character but that's about it
0: i just want to say one thing before we
1: move along too far uh I don't know why they included Phil if when it was very obvious they couldn't get Danny DeVito back. That was so <laughs> awkward. He's
2: just sitting on the back of the yeah. of the Pegasus he, with
1: with Meg. He
0: keeps showing up and just and
2: smiling he's and silent nodding. Silent
1: Phil.
2: <laughs> it's so yeah. awkward.
0: I'm glad I wasn't the only one who thought of that. It's it's so weird. But the, but the but the writing in the game has graduated from middle school terrible to sophomore high it, school it's, terrible in the
2: performance <laughs> and the timing. Even it's it's time like a, like a PS2 JRPG like like they there's the pauses are too long between when they too say long. things
0: which 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 sucks because like as a big big fan of especially Donald and Goofy shorts they made their first stab at humor they never really tried to make jokes before or if they did it was on a preschool level mm. and like holy shit it seems like after 17 years you have grasped who these characters are you still have bad dialogue with pain pauses in between them that kills all comedy
1: you're a naive child Sora only adults understand that following your heart can achieve your dreams
0: (laughs) yeah but but now instead of like that fucking oh just maudlin dialogue between Sora Donald and Goofy it's jokes and they make fun of each other Hmm. and it's fun it's cool
2: is it cool? Are any of the yes. cinematics cool? <laughs> yes, it
0: is. If you had a character you love for thirty years and you got to play alongside them and joke around with them, they never really did that before, right? And I don't know. Like, I, I really, I really like the interplay between Sora and Donald here. Again, it is high school writing bad. Yeah. Anybody else on this podcast could have done a better job with that script, but. Uh, this is what we're getting, and it surpassed my expectations. As did most every other aspect of the game. And I'll be honest; I yeah. mean, like,
2: I, I love the thing. It's, it's, but I'm loving it in spite of the story and the and the cutscenes and all that stuff. Like, I'm actually, for some reason, I, I started playing it yesterday, and I woke up this morning and I wanted to play it. Like the combat, it's very simplistic, but it's just fun. Like, I just, I just want to be playing it, and I want to see. Even though it's a bad story, it's like I'm anxious to see where it goes. I, I think. I don't know what it is if I'm just like caught up in the zeitgeist of hey everyone's finally playing a thing that we've been waiting for 13 years I don't know but I'm, I'm enjoying it and having a really good time I'm as a Disney fan just the Disney fan service stuff alone is enough for me just to stick around and what I was coming to Michael on though what's weird I was watching that recap and I was you know I was like um the Disney stuff doesn't play into this like the story at all That that's all like the Final Fantasy <laughs> part of the story there's, there's, there's like Mickey and Yen Sid Mm-hmm. And other than that, like yeah, Donald and Goofy are along for the ride, but they're they're not like main parts of the story, you know? It's- no, they
0: are. Well, like the that their kingdom, their world has some place in the story, whereas pretty much, pretty much you're going to little portals and going inside story story elements from other Disney films. The villains sometimes play a larger part, but like you can't. I mean that's why the series is so stupid. You can't alt Disney's not going to let you alter their characters or their stories. You're not going to be able to kill Aladdin for any fucking reason Man. Or, or deviate from like a predestined path. That's why Square has created a series of dumb characters that look almost exactly alike uh, because that's the only thing they're allowed to make new.
2: I, I am so confused. So is Ventus the same person as Roxas because like, they
0: look No. I can't no. tell He's the them the same apart. person as Xehanort. <laughs>
6: no. Wait, so is Ventus, Ventus is... Roxas is nobody? No, basic. Well, okay. No, <laughs> Ventus is Ventus is a Keyblade master who hid his heart in Sora. So when Sora <laughs> got killed in Kingdom Hearts One, it was his heart that got took taken. So that's why that's why Roxas looks like Ventus because Roxas is Ventus's nobody.
1: Oh, he's and Ventus is I thought oh. he was Sora's nobody.
2: <laughs> well, so did No, he, but he didn't know that. That's right. So, right. so Because Ventus Sora was being, had two hearts. Because Ventus was being experimented on by Zehnor, and that's how he got Venetus. And during the experiments, that's what's made his heart his heart weak, right? And wait, Why are we talk, doing this? What is a heart? Okay. Is, okay, the okay, heart's so not an actual we, heart, right? It's like your soul, man.
6: We can't do this only because, like, Venetus may be Sora from the future. We don't know. It's...
2: No, he's just The, the story's dark. not great. He's all the dark. <laughs> of when they tried to split Ventus, right? He's just a dark Jupiter. Right,
0: but, but he also looks like so. But every everything you hate about the story has been laid out years yes. beforehand. They have to go with what they got. And once you accept that and learn that yeah, it's just mul- multiple people with multiple bodies and none of this matters, it is it is the worst storytelling ever. You know how the villains talk to the, the heroes and I can't believe they still do this. After every boss battle, they show up in a portal to tell them exactly what's happening yes. and then leave.
2: yeah. Actually, Michael said Every an article time. today that was like a six-year-old's opinion. Yeah, it was on Game the, Informer. A Game Informer, yeah. and and yeah, like that's the thing is the game. It's full of so many weird inconsistencies and so many plot holes. Of like, you have the
1: bad guy there, just go after him right now, yeah. and yet they never do. And yeah, the six-year-old girl is like saying, "He's right there. Why don't you hit him with a
2: keyblade?" Yeah, right. They, but they do sort of explain it, because it says his powers have been stripped from him, so he's not yeah, powerful yeah. enough to do it.
6: Yeah. I, I honestly think this is just Nomura trolling people. I didn't think that until I got to the Toy Story world, where they just opened with the trailer to Final Fantasy Vs. 13. Like, it literally is just a trailer of Final Fantasy versus 13.
2: Haven't gotten there yet. I'm too distracted by Pete's ass zipper. Can we talk about Pete's ass zipper for a second? Yeah. He
6: has, he has zippers everywhere. No, like there are so opens, many zippers
2: like, and buckles in this game. <laughs> Why does everyone
6: have so many zippers and buckles? Again, have you ever seen a Tessori no more like design character? He just throws zippers. He's like, yeah. what well, looks cool? Zippers everywhere, zippers and it's buckles, so
1: I can take a shit while sitting down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's it's like he saw one Michael Jackson Without music video from the eighties and said, ah, that's what I have to I do. I mean,
1: look at Lulu from Final Fantasy X. Her out, her dress is nothing but buckles and
0: zippers. And I'm telling you, that's what this dude has a hard on for. That's why he's created so many dumbass characters because you can't put zippers on fucking. Be- like Belle from Beauty and the Beast Disney's not gonna allow that shit you could maybe get away with it a little with, with Cloud no with, no no. that's one of the Squares characters that's why there's so many dumb oh, even redundant. Donald Duck's hat has like ten zippers what's, on it
5: what's up with yes
0: it's not a zipper it's a tag so here's how I'm thinking of the
2: story which is helping me enjoy the game and tell me guys if this is an oversimplified summary but basically there's this old wizard dude who wants to bring about total darkness and the end of the world he has this thing called Organization 13 that's really like it's sort of like Horcruxes from like uh Harry Potter, you know, where he's he's like those are all separate versions of himself where he's infuses essence in those things. And so that's the bad organization. And Sora, you, you're part of light, and you're there to fight evil. And that that's it. That's all you kinda have to know, right? right? All
1: I know is the bad guy's name backwards is Tronex. And Hex. that's that's the thing. It's like to me <laughs> I'm Trona This X. is a,
0: this is like if I could go into Disneyland and just uh Hit people with Nerf guns. That's what that's what Kingdom Hearts delivers to me. I never walk into Disneyland like, what's the story here? Why is Snow White hanging out with Cinderella? It doesn't matter what the story is. Part of the fun is just going around and meeting and interacting with a bunch of your favorite characters. I don't think I've met any Square characters yet, though. Am I crazy?
6: No, you haven't met any Square characters yet. Um, I don't even know if they bring Square characters. Like that's that's the thing. That's the conceit of this thing has been. It's a combination of Square and Disney. And they have, as much as like, this doesn't square. matter. Yeah, most of these doesn't matter. Square characters might as well not be there.
0: Yeah, that's why you have a character named fucking Pence in 2019. <laughs> Way to go. Feels like the the
1: Final Fantasy characters only really matter in the first game. Am I wrong? In the second uh,
6: game. Kind of. I mean, you have well, to team up with Aaron in the second game. Yeah, you team up with Aaron. You get to fight Sephiroth in the second game. Well, mm-hmm. yes, you fight first, Sephiroth in the second game. I mean, in the first game, something. you fight Cloud.
0: Hmm, yeah in the first game you fight Sephiroth Ah, that it has matter. a, a yeah. one wing for some it, reason you, yeah you're fighting
2: on the Final Fantasy 7 heroes because that was like Z-Henor, someone had a plan to like start the the great the Keyblade war over again by defeating those heroes or something right that's all Wait, are
6: you, are, is it the Keyblade or the Chi Blade which blade are you trying to talk about he's There's trying to bring about the Chi Blade I know There's, yeah. I know <laughs>
0: these are all just words <laughs> Don't. Seriously,
6: it's, shut it's up so before dumb. I slap
0: you with my chi erection. <laughs> it's
6: it's it's so dumb, and I'm here for it. I'm here for this bad story, and I'm in the game. Like like I said, the game just feels good. If I'm not sure if anybody's gone back and played Kingdom Hearts One recently, that game. Yes, un- I have a whole fucking stream of it. It's the worst. <laughs> that game is unplayable. It sucks. The camera's just that bad. first
1: island, like oh my god, when does this end? <laughs>
6: But this, So I was, I was like, when I started the game, I was like, okay, I'm ready for this bullshit. It's going to suck. And then, like, that's it. I started playing. I was like, wait a minute. This feels really good. feels good. All this feels yeah. really great. It oh, you didn't take of, away all uh, my abilities. There's Ugh. a
2: lot of Final Fantasy 15 DNA in the combat and that you're, mm-hmm. like, kind of just warping around
0: from yep. enemy, to, enemy to enemy. Right. And that's the, the, the combat is super shallow. It is. If you're not a total babby, you'll almost never die.
3: Mm.
0: But yeah. you just keep unlocking and earning these bonuses through combat that get like increasingly ridiculous and fun. Yeah. That it's it's really hard to complain about. The fact that you can switch keyblades like pretty instantaneously, which all come with different powers and have uh, different power-up moves is really fucking cool. Yeah, I think yeah. so
2: so this game though, I think Part of its problem is it does... I think it does assume a lot of people have been playing. So, like, it didn't bother to explain the ability system that well. And mm-hmm. so I had accidentally unequipped a lot of abilities. I was like, how come I can no longer block? And then I went into that menu and noticed it wasn't <laughs> highlighted like the other ones. And I went, oh, shit. But it's got, like... That's like a near-automata system where you, like, slot in these different abilities. And you mm-hmm. have, like, a maximum number you can't go over. And yeah. it's it's actually pretty cool and deep. Uh, but then it gets really complex. It's like, at this point... I can do too much. Like I, I'm still learning all the moves I can do, but it is sort of button mashy. So it's mm. like, oh, I'm near a wall. I hit square. I just jumped away from that wall and dashed near a guy yep. and well, did this amazing I spun thing.
0: around nine thousand times and yeah. yeah. leveled I f- up my keyblade in a Hercules counter mode. Yeah, but then, I, but then I decided to sub Buzz Lightyear's Galactic electro- Electric Light Parade first-person ship, yep. and I just start shooting. I,
2: I just became the teacups, and I don't know why, but I just <laughs> took everyone out as a teacup.
1: This is nice. great. I thought it was kind of weird, like when you first start the game, like it just asks you to pick a bunch of things. It's like you're not giving me any context for what these are. I, I I actually looked that. I up. think I think I went for balance and then warrior. Okay, so spirit. balance
2: is about your your starting stats. That's all that is. Okay. Warrior gives you one extra combo uh, attack. Oh, okay. And so I right. went.
1: Yeah, I I just figured I, all all I care about is hitting things with a stick. So I went vi- uh, vitality. There you go
2: warrior, warrior. baby. Vitality, vitality warrior. Vitality gives you just that's a bit game more... title right there. Yes, it is. God, it gives you a little bit million more dollar game title. It's like an SNES game title though. Vitality <laughs> warrior. <laughs> Captain Novelin in Vitality warrior. <laughs> I, I went vitality warrior. Would you Would you go TL?
6: Uh, I did. Uh, ma- I did the magic with the the strength I think there's one where you need strength where it's like Mickey Mickey's there I went so yeah. I went magic because the, the the odd thing is you told me like oh I just want to hit things with sticks it's like oh magic is actually really key especially if you know how to run those shortcuts like would magic you say can it's really, really keyblade
9: oh. oh that's awful it is
6: not really keyblade that's <laughs> no <laughs> uh,
0: what about you Chris would you go I've always found magic in Kingdom Hearts to be pretty fucking useless so I I never yeah, keyblade is where it's at. You you went so you went warrior. Yeah, I mean because like uh, your magic, it's even with a shortcut, it's like not easy to access, and it does yeah. about the damage of like a stroke and a half of your keyblade.
2: And there's not many visual cues. At least I wasn't seeing them like to tell you, oh, that was super effective. Like I'm guessing I'm fighting enemies with flames on them. I'm like I should probably cast water it magic. Matter. But it doesn't give me any kind of confirmation like, oh, this is going to be more powerful. They, they
0: have – yeah. If you, you may have unequipped Scan, but Scan will show you their health bar at the top right. You really, If you land – like where I'm at now and I've only played a couple hours, if I land like seven successful hits, I can basically go Super Saiyan. Yeah, you
2: transform and you mm-hmm. have that stun attack. Uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm unhittable. So it's like it's totally – I don't know. It does not matter to me at all. I've always been a I've always been a dumbass warrior <laughs> person, but I again you've heard me come into this game with serious trepidation. I assumed I was going to hate it, and then I feel the total opposite. It's still you know it's still got some warts on it, but it's fucking beautiful. And the, I hope it's the last game because if it is, it's, it's a great not send off.
6: He he's he's openly said that there is DLC coming and there is more games coming. This is not the last game. Ugh. I don't believe. It. In
0: another 20
2: yes. <laughs> years. Yeah, we won't be alive to see I it. Believe, that's fine. There's,
0: there's no easier portable games where they can reuse assets and dump them on there. Uh, what are you going to make a bad like a bad Switch game? Yeah. A 2.2? 2. I, 2, I have no idea. 3.1. Like, 3.5.
2: 3. Like, 3. Please don't talk about Kingdom yes. Hearts 3 on Switch. Please. <laughs> you're, you're going to. Let's see Kingdom Hearts
6: 3 and for Soda 5 on Switch 2020. <laughs> Watch. No, I mean, it's, it's like I said, oh, it's, yeah. it's really weird. I. Had no expectation whatsoever. I think, Chris, I think, like when I was in Tallahassee, I told you, I was like, this game's going to suck. Why would anybody buy it? And I'm addicted to playing this game now. So.
0: I don't know why I
2: like it. I couldn't tell you why I like it,
0: but I'm like.
2: Because it's amazing. Because
0: you get to meet all these people that you love. And they all. And like, it's a. When you meet Little Chef, I'm not spoiling anything. It's been around for a while. I'm only bummed. I hope I get to hear Pat Oswalt's voice because. Oh, speaking of voices, have you met Scrooge yet? No, <laughs> it really, really hurts. It really is hurts. It, is
2: it Scrooge from the reboot? At least is it the former no, Doctor no,
0: no. It's not David Tennant. It's it's uh. somebody else. Like, but uh, Alan Young this is the first one. I think he hasn't been around to voice Scrooge uh. in. If he's not Scottish, so he's crap! someone
1: in between. I mean, this game started development when he was still alive, right? They could have gotten him. It probably did. <laughs> this
2: game started... So Haley Joel Osment is doing all this, like, press doors where he grew up with this game. Yeah. And I still don't know how he's, like, doing well, he's, little he's kid voice. He's doing, it's,
1: like, an imitation of himself
0: yeah, as a kid. Yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, Well, there isn't... Uh, I was watching in the recaps. Is that Leonard Nimoy was also one of the enemies from... He was. He was the
6: Anort. Yeah, he, uh, he was the Aenor. It is not Leonard Nimoy anymore, so... <laughs> Dude, yeah, I haven't heard him it's talk ridiculous.
2: yet. That's like a, a, god damn it, the dude who was in um the Transformers movie. his last... Orson Welles. That's like Orson Welles oh, being geez. his
6: last role being the Transformers <laughs> oh, god, movie. God, you're right. <laughs> well, I mean, like not only that, I mean, Mickey Mickey has died since the Mickey last movie. Mickey has died too. Yeah.
1: I don't believe it. You can't kill Mickey. Only copyright can kill Mickey.
0: Not only that, we have uh in the game, we also feature a character that looks like Johnny Depp and the voices of T.J. Miller and James Woods. Oh, <laughs> America's yeah. Rose James Woods. <laughs> and, uh, a bunch of people you should steer clear of if you're trying yeah. to make something for everybody.
6: Yeah. Man, do I not like James Woods, but he's, he's such a perfect Hades. His
0: his voice acting is the best part of those scenes. Yeah. It's really good. It's, uh... and, and, that, and, and the animation on him was so good. I was looking but i was still pretty floored once i got to like man i cannot wait to play more of this game once you once you meet some of the pixar characters and yeah. some of the more modern disney characters it just looks so great can't yeah. wait so big thumbs up big vga thumbs up sort of all around for yeah, game yeah man. I, I, three, and, huh? and it, i was surprised that it reviewed pretty well because it's like i know a lot of this love is is nostalgia and like uh, anticipation mm-hmm. but the reviewers seemed to match it with their scores which was like a rough 8 i mean it it
1: starts off kind of slow like i was joking that like I played it for like it's from Japan, and it's not Nintendo. Well, It'll always start but it, slow, but it it feels like <laughs> like the PS2 games where it's like, yeah, I I played it for thirty five minutes, which is to say, I played it for five minutes, that's and because it started thirty minutes of cutscenes, <laughs>
0: it is a PS2. I'm sure game. it did. Yeah, and that's that's what that's what's really funny about it because like uh, like when you, a couple hours in the game, Chip and Dale give you a fucking phone. <laughs> And it, is is, it, it a flip phone you like oh th- this game this game predates cell phones it's a Zach Morris <laughs> like,
1: phone. <laughs> it's just like this giant development started in 1978 19- and, and so what that
0: reminded <laughs> me of when these people start talking their boring darkness hearts bullshit <laughs> I can pull up my phone <laughs> oh, no!
1: uh-huh. it doesn't well, hurt as much I-, I wanted to say you know even though it's it starts off that way like very cutscene heavy like it improves very quickly uh, and and I, I jumped into it again last night, and even though it was really late and I was kind of falling asleep repeatedly, like I I enjoyed the gameplay immensely. So there's yeah, that. It's yeah.
2: it's a fun action RPG. Yeah. Like they they got the real time combat stuff, and yeah, it is. It's a little difficult to access magic. Like you're you're sitting there fiddling with your D pad and stuff. But yeah, TL's hot stretch is so man. it's that's so key. Just set up shortcuts. You got to set up shortcuts.
6: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Set up shortcuts. Don't put any items on there. Just do do your things. You don't need ether because your HP will automatic, your MP will automatically reload. Well, your HP kind of does too. Like I feel like
2: Donald and and Goofy Goofy kept throwing potions. Well, you you can adjust that too. They can do that more frequently. Hmm. So
6: yeah and you have to make sure that they stay stocked but like once you learn once you have cured there's no you don't need anything ever again it's just like okay I know. but, but cure's cure.
0: like one of those only things with no invincible frames so like if you're desperate and that's awful sound is kicked in and i haven't died like this yet in kingdom hearts but i'm
6: pretty sure it's gonna happen again mm. it's really good and it also doesn't take five hours to start you yep. start in Hercules after like, okay, here's thirty minutes, okay, we'll give you stuff. We'll let you go. Like yep. I said, I think I think more like took notes, not a lot of notes, but it was like, okay, this is what a game should be like in twenty fourteen. And we're getting it now. So so can I, can I, I you guys got a
2: moment I, for me to tell you a behind the scenes Disneyland story about Hercules? Please. So when I was working there always. that was the summer of um, so Mulan was one of the was the parade they were running, and then the Hercules parade was during the day. Mulan was always at night. And so I would often be um, at the in-between, which is the employee cafeteria near Main Street. uh, And the parade performers, you know, the parades start near Small World and they end uh, right there at the end of Main Street. And so, you know, on their break between parades, they they would be eating at the in-between. And I just used to love seeing all the Hercules actors um, because they weren't buff dudes. They were usually just kind of bigger dudes who they would take like dark marker and and draw muscle lines on themselves
1: <laughs> so that's the same technique that the guys in Guar use
2: right right <laughs> um but anyway so yes that's my behind these scenes uh, hercules story but uh, this hercules looks great and his muscles are legit mm.
0: i know that because he guess threw what a statue. everybody i know you're asking it yes it's still fucking tate donovan <laughs> yeah everyone Everyone applaud, yeah, Tate uh, is, And, and his, S- is no his skirt a, still cuts off
1: slightly right. below where his balls would be.
0: Do you, do you mean Space Camp's Tate Donovan? That Tate Donovan? Space Camp's Tate Donovan.
2: <laughs> um, can we talk uh, for a second, where the fuck does Hercules throw you when you get on that statue? Because he just throws you into the clouds. It's way yeah. past that little and, girl and, in and then you
1: just, the, the little girl is fine, she gives you that very <laughs> Japanese little bow, which she is strange bow. for an ancient yes, Greek girl. Right, but, uh, Totally. <laughs> <laughs>
6: That whole that whole sequence was just a lot. I mean, Sora also leaves Hercules to die at one point. <laughs> like this is, oh, this game is it's it's great. It's really I love stupid, it, man.
0: It's really stupid, but you get you get what you asked for, man.
6: Yes, yeah. this, was, this it's, was it's
0: like. You ever wonder why like like Marvel versus Capcom doesn't have a fucking story mode? Because it looked like this. <laughs> That's true, and it did. Yeah. That's
1: true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, are you guys done talking about Kingdom Hearts? You want to.
0: Oh, my right.
6: yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, we're I'm done today. All right. But talk to me in like two this, weeks. This is like uh, the
1: most shit. bizarre game rivalry ever because, uh, like I said earlier, this feels like a resurrection of that MC Chris rant about Resident Evil 4 versus... Uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 because Resident Evil 2 remake just came out and it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. I saw someone use it. I think it was last year's popular
2: meme of the, the meme of the guy next to his girlfriend looking and then looking at the new girl. So so mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts 3 is the new girl and then his girlfriend is Resident Evil 2. And I have to admit, I sort of did that. I completely I abandoned Resident Evil 2 for Kingdom Hearts 3, but I only abandoned it because I... I did something I haven't done in forever which is just sat down over a weekend and absolutely consumed a game and made sure I yes. beat I beat the 2 What I'd call like the main campaigns, which uh, the A and B campaign, A and B. I started with Leon Mm because you know got to go old school like that, and then I did the Claire B campaign. So I I saw both sides of the story of this game. Well,
1: but then you 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 play it again using doing the Claire A campaign, yeah, and she goes and does the things that Leon would do, and so it unfolds a little bit differently. And then uh, the Leon B campaign is a little bit, and then you can be tofu Mm -hmm. and hunk. And, which um, I never did on the original I'm very excited to do now so yes I I plan to play through all six campaigns you do. I'm, I'm the, almost the, the way all, all the way through the Claire B campaign and, uh, and, and I, I love that that came back. I was, I was really worried because I, th- I think that was one of the most interesting things about Resident Evil 2 was that they had not just the two separate campaigns for the character, but depending on who you decided to play as first, those two campaigns would be completely different. Yes. And, yeah, so that, that's back and that's great. Yeah, well, I was hearing someone say, like, they were like, well, I think it was Mike Williams,
2: uh, former mm-hmm. guest on this show. He was like, you know, what I really appreciated is, like, all in. This game only took like twelve to fifteen hours to be. Yeah, and I think I
1: I, I did Leon's eight quest in like uh, seven and a half hours. That's the, the first thing time. is, yeah, yeah,
2: Leon took me eight, and I'm like, oh, Mike must have been referring to when you do both. Mm-hmm. But then that second playthrough with Claire is much, it's much shorter because you you know yeah. you know the house or, or the the police station by that mm-hmm. time and the layout and where you need to go. Uh, if you remember like any of the save combinations and stuff, you can you can repurpose a lot of that stuff, so you will save a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are different enough where you, you're you you're seeing different stories. Yeah. Some of it, though, you're like, wait, how is it that I need to fight the same boss twice in the same area? It doesn't really make sense if it's mm-hmm. supposed to be the events that are, like, happening in yeah, parallel. Yeah, like, they,
1: they mix it up a little bit more in the original. I felt that, like, this time around, like, the, the, the A and the B campaigns feel very samey. Like, if, if you'll recall, Resident Evil 2, the original on PS1... Did not introduce the character of Mr. X or Tyrant until the B campaign. Can we talk about... Fuck Mr. X. We can talk about him because I, I both love and hate this because wow. I feel like in, in... Steve fucking hates Tyrant. Yes. In every horror game, especially Resident Evil games, there, there comes a plateau... When you are not surprised or afraid of anything that jumps out at you, and it's just about exploration. It's like, you see a zombie, like, yeah, fuck you, and you're not even looking right. at it. You're just sort of shooting at it. Resident uh, Evil
2: becomes... It eventually, they all become
5: action games. Yes.
1: And when that happens, when you... when Not even, even before you start to hit that plateau... It introduces the tyrant, Mister X. Boy, does
2: it introduce him a, ever? An
1: eight-foot-tall asshole with a fucking Boris Karloff-ass mummy face who enters, and a fedora. enters the world by lifting a helicopter out uh-huh. of out of
2: a hallway
1: to say yes. hello. And so he injects a new randomized element of terror because you could be anywhere doing anything and it's like the fucking Scissor Man from Clock Tower yeah. where all of a sudden you'll hear just like stomping around in the next room and it's like, oh God, he's coming this way, fuck. And you, you just hear turn around and footsteps.
2: run. I highly recommend you have to play this game with headphones on.
1: Yes, you have to, you have to be able to tell where the sound is coming from right. in order to survive. Yeah, the one thing though, he is terrifying. Until you get him like in a room where
2: you can just walk around a table... Or, or, or until you circles. realize that
1: he won't ever come into safe rooms. He never comes into safe rooms. So yeah. I, I spent a lot of time just cowering in the dark room waiting for him to right. stomp around. It's like, okay, are those stompings upstairs or in the hallway next to me? I think they're upstairs. Okay, it's probably safe to run out yeah. now.
2: No, he, but he is he is terrifying because he's indestructible. And I I see all these videos of people like trying to shoot him. I'm like, why are you wasting your bullets? Because yeah. that's and, another thing that yeah. get brought back is there's resource scarcity in this game. Like, four was like... You can kill
1: everything. This Uh is an action game. You never feel like you have enough ammo. You run out of bullets a lot in Resident Evil 2. Absolutely. Like, just even friggin' pistol bullets become incredibly precious. Like, okay, I have three bullets left in my gun. I know that there are, like, four dogs in front of me. I I can maybe shoot one of them just to stun it and run past. How dare you? Yeah.
2: I always leave the dogs alone. I just run past them. They're already dead. Undead. (laughs) Uh, It's quite good. It's yes. quite good. It's it, it's super good. It it I've heard it described, and I actually agree with this. It feels like a modern
1: 1998 game. Um, sort of, and it also feels like a modernized fusion of Resident Evil four and seven. It does. It
2: uh, so, yeah.
1: I, the I, way I the guess inventory the seven, and the yeah. menus work, like that's straight out of RE seven. Yeah,
2: yeah. Did you play normal mode or hardcore? Where you actually have like just the, normal
1: mode. I'm not yeah, a the typewriter tape.
2: Like, come on, yeah. Man. yeah. Kids don't even know what typewriters
1: are nowadays. No, they don't exist anymore. <laughs> they stopped selling them like 30 years ago.
0: Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this. Can you uh, make yourself meals with a rat from Ratatouille and give yourself temporary status? No. no. Are you answering last week's question of the week and telling us that you prefer Kingdom right Hearts choice. over
2: Resident
1: Evil? But I can mix green right and red choice. and blue herbs. Yeah.
2: I, will, I will say with Resident Evil 2, like... Like we talked about, like these games started, they all start as horror games and then end up being action games. But this game starts off really terrifying. Like it's scary. Like the gas station intro Mm -hmm. is like legit scary. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't get scared in games a lot. I don't, I try not to play games that are just horror games.
1: It's been 21 years. Like zombies are super played out now and they still manage to make them scary in this. Right.
2: What's well, it's? I think part of it too is just like the way the zombies move and everything. Like mm-hmm. it's really hard to shoot them. Well,
1: they're they're hard to shoot. They will. They can take multiple bullets to the head, which is a surprise. They
2: they don't have the same visual cues as in the, in yeah. the other games where it's like you,
1: you're not really sure they're dead.
2: And and, and if was... you're not
1: sure, uh, and you you have to go past them, it's always a good idea just to experimentally shoot them in the head because then they will probably get back up again. See, but that way, Samuel, what I do, I get the the combat
2: knife and then i just run up and start slashing them and then if they're they're partially alive they will start to get back up and you just keep slashing and eventually but the thing is knives now uh they
1: can break yes they have durability rating i feel like they introduced that what with Resident evil 1 or the the remake re-make maybe maybe yeah. but it's it's super
2: frustrating cuz like you you can straight up lose your knife man there's just so much good stuff about this game like it's and what i was i was kind of tweeting back and forth with tim turry what i couldn't decide was like I think there is actually a very subtle animation when the zombies are finally dead, like their bodies go completely limp.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they it's, sort of it's, ragdoll a little it's bit. It's
2: very subtle, you know, and, and so you have to really be looking for it. It's not like the other games where they would... It's like they're down once, then they'd get up, they'd undertake her once, and then you would got to kill them again one time. Yeah. Like in this one, it's like, no, they might... It's sort of random like one guy might get up 3 or 4 times sometimes his head will randomly explode which you know they're down for the count when their head explodes. Yeah,
1: it's great when you get the shotgun and the magnum because like yeah, you just wait for them to like get really close and then just unleash one shot that's going to split their head in half and it's yeah. like okay, now you're done. Right. I, I don't have to worry about chewing. If anymore. this was
2: 4, then the little uh, parasite would come out of their head. Yeah, yeah. I was I, I almost expected that to happen at one point. I'm like, are they going to throw in some of that stuff? But
0: they you know. they sort of tease you with it and then there is there's one yeah. thing. Yes. That'd be a cool thing to do for a new game plus, goddamn.
2: There there is a moment where you see something that you kind of go, "Hmm." There's two moments hmm. that I've hit
1: so okay. far. Yeah.
2: So very good. If you like Resident Evil 2, it's still worth playing this game because it feels like an all-new experience. Absolutely. New game,
1: yeah. You know? No, it, it, it is fantastic. It's one of the best experiences this year so far, I think.
2: And, and if you're longing for like the traditional Resident Evil... And maybe, like you're saying, 7 was like this, where they're almost puzzle games, where you have to figure out how to get into these other rooms, and you have to mm-hmm. collect a certain key to get in, and it's yeah. really more about exploring, uh, well, it's not the mansion, it's the police station in this, but it's like this yeah. weird abandoned museum and, police station. Yeah,
1: I, I like that they, they add that in, it's like, no, this used to be a crazy museum, and it's right. like, alright, well now all that shit with the medallions and the different shaped keys kind of makes sense. Yeah,
2: I like how they, they explained that in 7, where it mm-hmm. was like this... This special custom security company that would come in yeah. and build these like puzzles. And you'd
1: find like the invoices <laughs> yes. that they left behind. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, uh, but two is
2: great, and that's the thing. I almost i I hope Kingdom Hearts three doesn't overshadow two. Although we are going to hear in the news segment, so far sales wise, it has not. Two's hmm. been doing just fine.
1: So. I'm sure. Um, we also like a, a couple of interesting games came out recently. Ace Combat Seven which uh, we were actually recorded a segment uh, last week with Brett Elston and Dan Amrick, friends of the show. Um, let's cut to that really quick. Doodly, 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 doodly. Since we have Brett here, I wanted to take a brief detour because a game that you have been waiting for for years came out last week. are really uh, putting words in my mouth there. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Ace Combat 5 is a, a, a remastered uh, oh. add-along with uh, Ace Combat 7.
7: Is it remastered? I don't know if it's remastered. It's it just might just PS be two. the PS2 it's game. It's a PS2 yeah. classic. Uh, yeah, it was a pre-order incentive for Ace Combat 7. And I did the moment it unlocked, because it starts that countdown clock.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: And the moment it unlocked, I uh, activated it just to confirm that Puddle of Mud was still in there. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's so blurry. And uh, it's still there. Nice. And uh, Wow. And, and then Money I went well spent. To, and then I went to look up my interview because my first trip to Japan ever was 2007 for Ace Combat 6 and I went there to interview the team and all that and one of the questions I even asked when I'm there, like, hey, why did you pick Puddle of Mud Blurry, like, for Ace Combat 5, it's what? And uh, you cannot find the interview cuz nothing past like 2010 is searchable on GamesRadar anymore. So, no, it's very sad. That was unfortunate. Like yeah. the, the pages the links are there and then you click them and it's, nothing happens. No. So did you just R- say R- RIP Can you RIP for take it all the way?
2: Way? Oh. <laughs> They took
7: it away from you, didn't they? They did. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't and think anyone kind of did. actively did it. I think it probably just happened. Yeah, it took itself <laughs> away. I think and that's If you if all you were known
0: us. if you're like cited on Wikipedia for writing articles like Gaming's Greatest Fatties, it's kind of a relief. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this does sweep I certain embarrassments that. way no, under the rug yeah. now. Well, I, I didn't write that article I mean, about. I didn't do that. But <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about? There's <laughs> no way I did. I wrote two thousand words on Candy Kong. Prove it. See you can't. I mean, I mean, Chris has an impeccable <laughs> record archiving. since that article was posted.
7: Um, but I mean. I'm only like five or six missions in and I mean it's it is another ace combat and <laughs> it looks exactly like, like that in, yeah. in a yeah. way that's good because it, you know this type of ace combat I have not had since 2007 so what had been a very familiar thing for me to play every two years or so from one two three on PS1 and then, 4 launching in 01 on PS2 was a really big deal, and that's still the most successful one, I think. Like, just pure sales and review scores. Wow. Uh, 4 was a really big deal. Mm. I think it was 2002. Uh, no, it was 2001. Mm. Um, but... Since my, then, might it might be on
2: my, one, of, one of these lists coming up. It might facts. be
7: yeah. uh, five and zero, but then so I got very accustomed to playing these every year or so. And it was definitely like a beat I had at Games Radar was oh, if there's a new Ace Combat or any kind of flying game, whether it's Tom Clancy's Hawks, mm-hmm. Michael, yes, or other things now backwards compatible, I believe,
1: <sighs> on Xbox One. Well,
7: hey. well, look, I already finished them once, so yeah. too bad. You got to do it again. Hey, but I did finish both of them. Wow. So uh, that's how hard up I was for more airplane games. (laughs) (laughs) There was a
2: two? Because I finished Hawks (laughs) 2.
7: I was like, hell yeah, I'm there on day one. And then I I I thought it did fun stuff anyway. I I liked how you could zoom out third person and it was like Zaxxon or something. Oh, nice. It was was really weird. It was no end war. I'll say that. um, Oh, wow. I forgot about that. But, I mean, (laughs) 7 is like if you ever liked any of them at any point in the past, it's the same thing. It's part sim, part arcade uh, without going too far either direction. Um, if you want to, you can. There's simplified controls if you don't want to do the complex like turning and banking stuff, uh, which is the preferred way to play. Just because it it's kind of hard. I feel like it it expects people to already kind of know what it is, and it's not hard in a like this is too difficult way, but it definitely some of the maneuvering you have to do. I've not played it on the simplified controls, mm-hmm. and I'm like I can't even imagine if the aircraft if the enemy aircraft and the topography and everything is the same which I'm sure it is yeah like wow I think this would be really difficult but I don't know Hmm. it's gorgeous the music's great and you get to see that dog pop up pretty early in the game
1: (laughs) has anyone tried to play it with VR
7: no I I don't have a thing so
1: because i did and that is fun as shit uh it looks interesting it it is super fast and fluid and it is the fly upside down above your enemies and look up to see them below you oh my god top gun simulator
2: that i never knew i wanted we were inverted yes inverted keeping up formulations Uh. you know (laughs) the
7: finger and then the all your pictures fall from the bottom yeah yeah
1: exactly but yeah, it is. It is. It can be super disorienting too, like just flying like that upside down. But I also like that. Like I can lean forward and check out the
7: instruments and that little uh, round thing I've just at the tip in, of the canopy. I've sat in most of the cockpits in those games. Just going to every Air Force and Navy mm-hmm. base uh, east of the Mississippi. Oh, nice, nice. Um, but that A10 cockpit, especially, I'm like, yes, mm. I, I, I know you. Yeah. Uh, put me in one. We'll see what happens. Of course you cannot. No. Well, I haven't tried. Yet. Does it have that thing where if you
2: stand up with the VR headset on, your head will be outside of the glass of the? Uh, do you, do uh, you, I you tried poosed, doing do you that <laughs> yourself. I, I also
1: tried like you know <laughs> leaning out the, the side like a dog, uh, <laughs> but it blacks out and says your headset is outside the really? playable area. That's
2: yeah. pretty awesome. Mm-hmm.
7: Um, side note for VR, I went to that Star Wars the the dark void or whatever. I talk, talked about sure. it on a
2: bonus time with Chris. I went to that in Vegas. Dude, it's, it's fucking so awesome. good. It's Dude, incredible. I was, I was Chris, I got so swept up, at one point I took a knee to get a better line of sight <laughs> yes! on the guy.
7: I mean, you're basically running around in a, in a laser tag maze, but yes. in full VR, and as soon as the helmets clip down, yeah. like, one of our people in our group was shorter than everyone else. And you could see four stormtroopers yes. like, throw their hands up, like, oh my God, we can't <laughs> yes. even tell you're shorter. Like, yes. <laughs> And you hold your fingers out and they're all modeled. Like, yeah, it, wow. is, it works, works so good. Really well. But then the short people, it sort of breaks every once in a while. And then yeah. they, just, they don't like t
2: but they just sort of float like puppets. It's yeah. pretty nice. Awesome. nice. It's uh, But yeah, if you,
7: I think there's one in Florida and there's one in Vegas. Yeah. But I. Like, it's 30 dull. it's thirty bucks for the most fun 15 minutes of VR I have ever had. The, the one Dan would love, there's a Ghostbusters version. There is. Oh, I have heard that I need to try all of them. Because I have a Rift, and I've been actually playing a lot of VR, but I have not found... Like, the home, the <laughs> Ghostbusters VR thing that's out on PSVR is now out on Rift. That is mm. utter dog shit. I mean, like, ah. <laughs> super <laughs> embarrassing, terrible. So... I've heard that the location-based VR stuff for both Ooh. Star Wars and, and Ghostbusters is great. So you're, yeah, you're you're, you're preaching. Uh, here's my thirty bucks. Now I just got to get my ass to Vegas. Let's go. All right. That's Let's it. a right now.
5: It's a
0: cheap cheap flight from out here. Let's do it. I, I just I know I messaged Elston about that, but I'm I'm pretty late to VR. But like Astrobot Rescue Mission, like. I don't know. That made me a child again. That was oh. so much fun. Well, I
2: I, I uh, got convinced Tetris Effect. If you haven't tried yeah. VR
0: Tetris Effect, you really owe it to yourself. It's a special experience.
2: I finally got the synesthesia stuff they'd been preaching mm. since Res. It finally worked for me with Tetris Effect. Oh, oh, really?
1: Yeah. Huh.
0: Yeah. I I live across the street from these cool college kids with all these friends, and like I just. Don't give a fuck. Leave my window open and play in my underwear in VR and, like, put this on Reddit. I dare you. I'm having so much fun. (laughs) You're you're like that guy you
1: used to live across the street from. You'd see him playing VR in his window. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Right in his fucking stupid tech boy chair. Um, (laughs) And then that guy
7: used to live across from a guy who used a Viewmaster in his underwear. That's way better than the guy I lived
2: next to in L.A. who watched porn on a projector on his wall that I could see from my
3: apartment.
0: Not creepy you know, at you all. You can't truly I mean, appreciate porn without the sound delay.
7: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, can, I, that's, that's how you learn the speed of sound.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
9: doodly, 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 doodly.
1: And uh, what what else came out? We got War Groove on Friday, which is yet another spiritual successor to Advance Wars. Mm-hmm. How many of these do it's, we need it to it get made? It seems more Fire Emblem. Though it's it's like a uh, fantasy armies. How many more of these
2: spiritual successors does Nintendo need to see made before they just bring back Advance Wars? Please.
6: It's never coming back. They're they're never bringing back Advance Wars. So I, I apologize. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's not going to happen, and it sucks, because I would love a good Advanced Wars game. It's too why.
1: advanced. They have to bring back Switch Wars right. now. Right. Because <laughs> that's the thing. It started out as Famicom Wars. It was Advanced Wars because it was on GBA. Well, what needs
2: to happen is right. it needs to go into Wars 3rd edition, and then 4th edition where it relies more on miniatures, and huh. then with 5th edition of Wars, yeah. it'll, it'll really just simplify the rule set.
1: And then it's just like, war has changed, or war never changes, depending on which franchise you want to go with. I did just make a D&D joke, by the I, way. I, I, know, I, know, I, I, know. I was it. just switching gears there. Yeah. Gears of War, which never changes. Yeah, Gears of War never changes. <laughs> it's like, always the
0: same game. It really doesn't. It really doesn't.
2: And then we had episode two of uh, Life is Strange too.
1: Oh, out. that finally happened. Yes. Yes, okay. that came out. That came out on the 24th. So that's all the new releases,
2: though. Hmm. All right.
1: Well, I, I'm curious to see what happens to those crazy kids stuck in the woods. <laughs> This
2: isn't a Scooby-Doo thing <laughs> with, with godlike Shaggy, who I, will not be in Mortal Kombat. I, fucking stop.
1: I would play a Life is Strange style game based on Scooby-Doo where you just go around uh, from town to town unmasking criminals who are posing <laughs> as ghosts.
2: Scoob, like
6: Zoiks. With Ultra Instinct Shaggy, yeah, the yeah. new the new hot, <laughs> the meme. New
0: hot meme. Ooh, well, I, just breaking news! Uh, that meme is over. Good, thank God. <laughs> I know that's it's not true. I just wish it was.
1: <laughs> we hardly knew it.
0: My favorite part of that is Ed Boon just shot it
2: down right away. He's like, "This is not happening."
6: <laughs> well, and then he, he posts a, a screenshot of the Ninja Turtles with Scooby Doo yeah. on his Twitter, and it's like, ah, "I guess we're doing this, huh?" Yeah.
1: Well, the, clearly he's not Shaggy's not coming to Mortal Kombat because he's already slated for Injustice Three. <laughs> yeah, you're right.
0: That is true. That would make a lot more sense. Oh, I don't want to get murdered, Scoob. <laughs> you should going tear my balls out and break my spine with my frozen testicles, Scoob. <laughs> Fatality. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure I want to gouge out of Thunder God's eyes with my thumb, Scoob.
0: Oh, like my stereotype hasn't existed in 40 years, man.
6: Of all the... Freaking, all the, like, Hanna-Barbera shows that you could have done, you picked the worst one to make a meme out of the internet. All
1: Hanna-Barbera uh. shows are the worst one.
6: Hey, it's not. How's about putting me in Mortal Kombat? I can't
1: do yeah, this tell, again. It's tell trap.
0: <laughs> tell him, get in there.
1: If only Disney would buy Hanna-Barbera and put all those characters in Kingdom Hearts.
5: We're out of yeah, them, misery. all
0: those characters
6: and put them all to death. <laughs> if, you never, if you wanted me to play a game that I will never not play, then yes, let's do that.
2: Did you see the Onion article? Because now it's the cover page on the official Laser Time Facebook community of uh, it's Turner and Hooch and um, Sister Act. Yeah, it's, Kingdom it's Hearts 3
1: to include all your favorite Touchstone Films <laughs> <Yes>. characters, <laughs> Ernest.
2: <laughs> yes, these are Ernest <laughs> as well, of yeah, course.
1: Yeah. R.I.P.
2: Brett, who's not dead, uh. but we have to... Pour one out one. for him. Pour one out for the big earnest fan.
1: If the skunk smell in here—you'll never tell the difference. Anyway. News.
2: I've got some good news and some bad news. Which All one right. do you guys want first? Uh, let's go with bad. Metroid Prime Four. Has a new uh, developer. Holy shit! if I slept? That feels like three weeks. Meaning ago. it's delayed, obviously. Uh, but the good news is that developer is Retro Studios. Yay! Yeah, the there's guys the who did Studios. Metroid Prime. And I guess Kong, Kong also, Tropical Freeze. I guess it's also good news that yes. Metroid Prime Four is still coming.
0: <laughs> so this, yes. Uh, so is Retro still owned by Nintendo? I believe so. Don't quote well, me on that. they Nintendo.
6: Me. a subsidiary. Which which means whatever they're working on has been put off. Mm, yeah. 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 The thing, the thing came out is because Nintendo looked at what they were what they were going to give with Metro Pride for and was like, Oh no, we cannot put this game out yeah, at all. Yeah. Shinya
2: Takahashi, Nintendo's development head, uh said development was uh his words there, I believe he said it's um it was very challenged, was the development. So, yeah, they weren't liking the direction it was heading. And because it's Nintendo and they have the money in the bank to do this, they just said, we've got to reboot. We've got to start from scratch uh, and bring in the guys who we know can make good Metroid Prime games. And so they they brought in Retro.
0: It's weird. All I could think of is, like, this is great news. But, like, man, that's some really cold shit to say to a bunch of developers. Yeah. <laughs> like... This game is terrible. Well, we you know, it, it happens <laughs> a lot. That's the business, man. It happens a lot in the business. We just
2: usually don't hear about it. But uh, I think everyone was sort of expecting Metroid Prime might be a surprise announcement this year. So mm. I think they were just getting out ahead of that.
6: No, I I, I mean, I think a lot, of talk, a lot of people said when that first was announced, it was like, there's no way it could have came out before 2020. And also the development... So the development of this game was like with multiple studios, I believe, like right. around like around the globe. Right. So putting this as a as a centralized, you know, studio doing it with Retro, who has a track record of making really good games. I I just I don't see where the I, th- I think this is a good thing. I think this is a, a better yes. thing than getting it's other M two. Well,
1: it's interesting, even like. Noting how much toxicity there is in the online games community, let's be honest, that the reaction to this has been largely positive. Yeah. And, you know, I think you can attribute this to a bunch of things. It's Nintendo, number one, and nobody wants to get angry at Nintendo. Uh, also, they're being very transparent about it, which, you know, once it's explained to people, like, they understand, like, oh, yeah, no, okay, we want we want this to be really good. Mm-hmm. We don't just want... A Metroid. We want a really good. But compare Metroid.
2: this with the Star Wars news out of EA a few weeks ago, and the difference in reactions. Because EA, by the way, basically was saying the exact same thing. Mm. Development of this Star Wars game was not on track. We had to cancel it. People lost their shit. How well, no dare
1: they?
0: Yeah, they no, 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 no. The exact same but thing that, would that's have not been the same thing. They're lying, and they didn't give you any faith that like they were remaking the game that we'd all heard about. Mm. Or that they were they were still developing the game yeah game I, I game think that we've I think that's about. also a key thing it's not Nintendo saying it wasn't we're the cancellation it was a it's a, we're gonna redo this to make it great. yes that's what I was about to say but yeah and, and what I what I hope is that the other rumor I saw not to not to take your news beef uh, is that Metroid Prime trilogy is done for Switch and this delayed its announcement because all I could think of is like fuck more time to replay the Metroid Prime trilogy fuck they were gonna make a Switch version I want it now. Please give me this like a a couple months before Prime 4. That
2: might be the only uh, Metroid you're playing because uh, Takahashi went on to say, it will be a long time until the next time we'll be able to update you on the development progress and development time will be extensive. So he's basically warning us it's going to be another, I would guess, at least two to three,
0: maybe Hmm. four years. So that means the Switch doing really well, but this Christmas... Looking a little weird. No Smash, no Mario, no Zelda, no, again, no maybe Metroid.
1: maybe in the interim they can follow up uh, Samus Returns with a 3DS remake of Super Metroid. Like, I wouldn't say no to that.
0: I would. I'd rather would? not see it in ugly 240p polygons. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. I'd rather see it widescreen and look exactly the same. Fair enough.
1: All right.
6: Well, there's also po- there's also Pokemon coming out this this towards the end of this year. So that's, that's We don't be have game. any
1: details, but yeah, we've
6: been told a Pokemon mm.
2: game is coming. Um, yeah, Pokemon, it's
6: 2019. It's November 2019, that, which sets in schedule for their release date that they've done on the Pokemon games. So that will be your big Switch game mm. this holiday season. You know, season. if I
0: was a stockholder, I'd be ecstatic.
6: Hey, Pokemon yeah. games should make a lot of money. I know, but, like, no
0: details. You're talking about ways you don't want to see
2: Metroid. Speaking of uh, ways we don't want to see our favorite franchises, there is a Resident Evil series in development at Netflix. <laughs> um, well, let's so, not be too hasty. What could be worse than the Resident Evil movies? This is the same production company as the movies. Oh. And I noticed I made a typo. Oh. I meant to say as movies. It says ass movies. Maybe that wasn't yeah. a typo. Well, here, here's, here's the
1: thing. Like, okay, the Resident Evil movies are... One, insanely popular and are, are sometimes yeah, attributed as one of the taste. reasons Resident Evil, the games sell so well or were selling so well for a while. But on the other hand, like if you've actually watched them, you realize like these are basically f- Resident Evil fan fiction uh, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson and starring his wife as an indomitable badass who's
0: nowhere in the games yeah, it's it's Resident Evil fan fiction for people who don't read or play Resident mm. Evil. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I mean, so, I I know it's a, it's a sexist term, but like
1: Mila Jovovich's character is a total Mary Sue. She just is a a an unstoppable killing machine.
0: Yeah, yeah. But she's like she. If I could rescue one thing about that series, mm-hmm. it would just be her. Really, I like her so much, and I think she's so great. And she's fucking all she does is star in her husband's terrible <laughs> movies. Mm-hmm.
6: Well, I mean, someone has to be in that Three Musketeers movie that came out two years ago you you all forgot about.
0: I didn't forget about it. I remember that scene specifically of her rock sliding through someone's legs while shooting people in a Three Musketeers movie. That's all
1: I remember because it was in the trailer. (laughs) Also, the, an airship. The only
2: Three Musketeers movie worth remembering is the one with the theme song by Brian Adams, uh, partnered with
1: Sting, mm-hmm. and I think Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart, all baby. All for one. Because oh, it's
2: all for one. No, it's all for love. You're wrong. The only
1: Three Musketeers movie worth remembering is Four Musketeers.
0: That song is so bad and stupid, it should have been done for charity. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of should have. It, they were going after the whole
2: Robin Hood song, song thing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so but with, with this, this show, it's going to be a reboot. So no Mia Yovich will be in this one, presumably. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same production company I mentioned. And it's loosely based. This is where I start to worry. Loosely based on the fiction of the universe and will expand upon that, which means we have creative license to do whatever we want. Uh, sort of like the movies. So mm-hmm. I'd, I be, I'd be more pissed about that, but that sort of describes Resident Evil 7. <laughs> yeah, That's true. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, um, mm. more Resident Evil news. The remake is the most successful Resident Evil Capcom launch since Resident Evil 7. Uh, it's on track to beat Monster Hunter World as their best-selling no. game ever. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is based on UK physical sales, as we always have to do with these kind of early sales mm. reports. But they're not taking digital into account. But I think digitally it's doing just fine. So, yeah, uh, Resident Evil 2 uh, remake so far, big smash success, which is great because the director of that game said if this game does well, we might see a Resident Evil 3 remake.
1: I actually really want that because I completely skipped Resident Evil 3 when it was on ps yeah. Was that Nemesis? Yes, yeah. that was Nemesis. Okay.
6: Yes. I would rather get a Code Veronica remake, to be honest. I think Code Veronica is a much better game than 3. Oh, and 3, yeah. sure, but... It- <laughs> right, yeah. uh, 3, not 2. Was, but I, Co- I like, Code Veronica. I like Code Veronica Wasn't Code Veronica sort
1: of a... It was like a... It, it was, was like the, the shit-jumps-through-Windows game? games. Yes, it was yes. the in-between game that was not Resident Evil 4, but sort of was. I played it, but on, it was Dreamcast. on Dreamcast. Yeah, yeah, I played it on Dreamcast. It looked and great. And then came to PS2 later as Code Veronica but, X.
2: So that wasn't just in a, like, an, a retelling of, of 3, though? Right? No, it's no, a no, no, new no, no, no. Yeah,
1: it was
6: a new story. Okay. Uh, Claire, yeah, they go to the Antarctic. Yeah, Claire it's and when Chris Redfield
1: finally reunite. Yeah. There's a lot of Resident Evil. You
6: find out Wesker is alive. That's the game you Ooh. find out he's alive, and he has superpowers. The first
2: time you found out he was alive, because this shit has happened like three or four times yeah, now. I,
1: I think sure they finally back. killed him off in five.
0: Maybe? I,
2: I feel like I shot him with a rocket launcher mm. one one game. Into
0: and
3: a, in a
6: volcano, Do yes. You, yes. You, Do you, you sh- mean you, sh- you sh- got, sh-
0: got to the end of a Resident Evil game?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So a little bit of a follow-up from a story a few weeks ago. We suspected that spiny Fantastic Four news was just costumes mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it was oh.
3: Boom, so, Call give it
2: to me oh, At least boy. the costumes are sort of fun uh, The first is going to be the bombastic Bagman Spider-Man Which is literally him with a Fantastic Four uniform And a bag over his oh, head Nice. Uh, and then the other is uh, the Future oh. Foundation Spider-Man Which of course is the alternate name to the oh. Fantastic Four When uh, Reed Richards rebooted
1: them And uh, Oh boy uh, I, I want to say bombastic Bagman Sounds like he should be Paste Pot Pete's partner that sounds like a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. Bombastic bagman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Apple might be working on sort of a Netflix of games or might as well call it a Game Pass. Uh, Who isn't working own. on a Netflix of games? Yeah. Well, so, yeah, Apple, uh, it is rumored that they are exploring kind of a, subscri- a subscription service where you pay a monthly fee and you get access to a set number of games, which is sort of weird for me on a platform where most of the games are free. I want to are see how that works. Free. What are you going to do?
0: <laughs> bundle a bunch of freemium games, or together? most of the games cost a dollar? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Good luck with all that. Um, the only good games in the uh, iOS store cost me money. I mean, if it's for Apple TV and it's it's
1: directly streaming console quality games, like that could be something.
2: That's
0: a, I, I still yeah, don't have a good understanding of what Apple TV is and why anybody would use it. It's a Roku, basically. It's a Roku, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: It's a, and, I mean, they both play games, so I was about to say so it's a Roku. every video game
0: games. console we just talked about. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Why Why do I need that?
1: I couldn't remember, did the
2: Mortal Kombat press event happen? Uh, no. It, that happened between when we last did news, right? So, they revealed a ton of details about Mortal Kombat 11. One of them was rumored, I think we did discuss. So, Ronda Rousey is going to be voicing Sonya in Mortal Kombat 11, which, can you believe that game comes out in like three months? It's, it's in mid no, like April. I can't. Can you believe
0: people had a problem with the voice acting in Mortal Kombat? <laughs> 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 like what the fuck? Well, isn't Have it a ever played with problem these with Ronda Rousey specifically. specifically?
6: Yeah, she, no, she's, a, she's a she's a she's a Sandy she's a she's a she's a, she's a transphobe. Uh, she's a Sandy Hook what? truther. Uh, she's a generally awful person. Why is this the first I'm hearing about Bay uh, being like, what
2: the fuck? <laughs> uh, but so yeah, she's Sonya. They, they also announced a ton of other details, so there's going to be lots of customization elements, just like in Injustice 2, where you can kind of uh, have like gear that you outfit your characters with, and I think it'll even buff them a little bit. Gear.
0: Yeah, so Mortal Kombat 11 coming up really soon. Did you hear they delayed their stream this week because of the polar vortex, which has already killed people in as of this recording? That's right. Shit, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So they had to cancel. They had to cancel a live stream because the electrical grids keep going down up there because of the, what temperatures of less than negative fifty degrees Fahrenheit. UK users, the proper degree,
6: whatever. I'm making a joke out of a
2: terrible. Who knew situation. that Roland Emmerich was right? It was just happening a lot slower than he said in that movie.
6: It's fine. The cops arrested Elsa, so everything is cute and oh, fine and hilarious. That seems
1: like a terrible PR stunt. <laughs> <laughs> like we're we're arresting the most yeah. beloved children's character currently in the Disney canon. That's right. Did you guys see? There's a
2: new Power Rangers fighting game coming. Uh, yeah. There was a trailer. Oh, of about Of course, it. I
6: saw you that. Saw that? Thoughts <laughs> that that was that was made for that was made for me and me specifically. Um, yeah, I, like so. There's a three. There's a three v three Power Ranger fighting game, which didn't realize that I wanted that in my life, but here we are. Uh, um, it looks not great, but I'm going to play the hell it, out it looks, of it. Like it I, looks
2: like a mobile game, sort of. That there, yes, may be But they are bringing this. This is being brought to console. Uh, Lionsgate is involved. The uh, um. Was that Tommy during the trailer that that was playing at the end there?
6: That was Tommy Oliver, who is the most important Power Ranger, which pisses me off the most because I hate, I hate, I hate Tommy Oliver. Jason and David Frank, good dude. You know what pisses me off I the most? The fact
2: that I know who the fuck Tommy is. All right, I need to do is something. he The Green Ranger. T- yes, he was the Green Ranger. I think he's been other. He was the, the Green Ranger, Ranger. and he became colors. the White he was Ranger. White Ranger, that's right. And then right. he became
6: the the Gold Ranger, also the Red Ranger. Was he ever the
2: Lone Ranger?
6: He was not. He he. Well, was he ever the Harmony Granger? <laughs> on an episode, he was the Lone Ranger. You hear, Minnie
2: Said it right. Not Harmony Granger. <laughs> I didn't
3: say Harmony.
6: Look, when these when, the, when that show came out, I was in the second grade. So of course, I have a fondness for Final Rangers. Like, mm-hmm. Ugh, mm-hmm. it's
0: but it's it's a perfect that that perfectly suits them a fighting game. They've only had one for the super nintendo i think yes
6: uh yeah it was um it's like a tournament fighters thing where you can fight as seven power rangers and then the five five power rangers and then you know five of the zords and then i think it's four of the bad guys from the show it's a really fun game
2: look maybe just give me like power rangers skin power stone and i'm interested I want to see another Power Stone game.
1: Yeah, I'd be more interested in the Power Stone aspect.
6: Well, one, you got I would absolutely love another Power Stone, right. but two, you're just naming Smash Brothers. Just so Smash Brothers with the me Power Stone with, and the the Smash Brothers car- with the Wii are Nothing like each other. Come on, let's be the honest. The characters. Well, Speaking of
0: which, did you did you get to play the Piranha Plant
6: uh oh. TL? I did. It feels really good. Like that as a as a new character the Piranha Plant is really great like people are already kind of breaking up like you know the combo stuff in there and also there was a new patch that kind of um buffed up a lot of a lot of new characters so it, it if you get a chance if you have uh smash if you have smash ultimate take your time and update it and get your piranha plant because it's you free to, and but it's like limited time right
2: like you have to grab him within a certain time or else you can't get it
6: by the time you hear this i think it's too late I don't know. yes by the thirty first, it has to be done by the 31st so if you didn't do it that's Can on you buy you. him as dlc no, he's free. Uh, uh, yeah, I think you can buy him, but
0: uh, let's be honest. This is the perfect free character. This has
2: happened a few times with um, Mario Tennis, where there's like these free characters that you do have to log in and receive. Where mm-hmm. I think I've lucked out a couple times and
0: just happened to have logged into play. But um, check your email, and will somebody from Ubisoft please? Fucking confirm a stupid Rayman or a rabbit as one of the Smash DLC characters because I'm sick of unlocking Ubisoft PNGs in World of Light, <laughs> uh, and it's clear there are no Ubisoft players in the game. Clearly, Ooh. something's coming. Yeah. God damn it, you're taking a slot. Let me know. The giant Donkey Kong rabbit would be actually pretty epic in a Smash game.
1: That would be pretty would epic. Be kind of I, I actually don't know. Yeah, I
2: have not been
0: informed it's, it's, of any It's players. Nintendo. I, I wouldn't be surprised that the same thing happened when I worked at a company that had a game in Smash. I didn't know until it was announced. Oh,
2: well, there you go. Uh, so last bit of news. Michael and Chris, feel free to tune out for this one. Uh, Madden 19 is predicting a shocking turn oh, of events. Shit! The Los Angeles Rams will conquer... The New England Patriots thirty to seven in the big game. Am I allowed to? Call, I just have to call it the big game. Is, is that's, that's that's how that that's nothing works. Techmobile yeah. already
0: predicted that Bo Jackson will win everything. Uh, by the by, the way, this week on thirty twenty ten, Techmobile is thirty Ooh. years old this and week. So, so and Bo Jackson,
1: Jackson. That's all you need yeah. to know about
2: Techmobile. Just always pick Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Um, and
0: thank
1: you for telling Diane about that Family Guy bet. I'd never seen
2: it before. Nice. So I've written an article about this before, um, where. The Madden simulation where they they basically just pit the CPU against each other... um It is shockingly accurate. Like, if it's an odds maker, if this was like a bookie thing in Vegas, it's 9 out of 12 they predicted the correct results for the Super Bowl. Mm. Like, those are, that's really good.
0: This one's easy to predict, right? It's the Patriots. They win everything. It's unfair. But that's the thing. They they have the Rams going 30 to 27. And by the way. They
1: always cheat. They're the snidely whiplash of uh, the Super Bowl. This is a showdown of two Bay
2: Area boys. So Tom Brady is, I think, a San Mateo local boy. And then Jared Goff is from Marin County. So we got the Bay Area connection here with both quarterbacks.
6: Okay, I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna break down a football game on this video game podcast. Please. However, the reason why this actually makes sense is because the Rams have something that the Patriots have a really bad problem with, which is a front seven that could collapse the pocket and make Tom Brady move. Okay. So no, no more. Def- and they got None of what <laughs> you just said. Like I,
0: I, I paid more. I, I understood the Kingdom Hearts talk better. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel uh, like you were ordering in a sh- as a shorter cook in a 60s diner. <laughs> like I, I hope you got your cheeseburger, trap.
6: Hey, man! Look, as someone who has not only played but coached football at kind of high levels, wow. I know way too much about football and will not be watching this game because what? I hate Tom Brady. And I don't care for the Rams, even though I found out a guy I went to high school with is part of their personnel team. That's awesome. I found that out last time I went home, uh, went back to Alabama. I was like, oh, yeah, Michael works for them. And I was like, oh, okay. So... Yeah, I should root for the Rams, but I'm not. I gotta I'm say, yeah, you're, you're a
0: very principled man. You spent all season rooting on this CTE factory assembly line, and now you're bowing <laughs> oh, out. Oh, man.
6: Hey, I, I rooted for the 49ers, so I did not root at all for anything this year.
2: Nice.
0: Oh, you said 49ers?
6: <laughs> yes.
2: I think Madden's going to go, Um, you know, 9 out of 13 in this one. I, I think... I think uh, Patriots will... will both you know,
0: man. I think it's going to go all the way. <laughs> you know, I don't know why? Because Madden wants it more.
2: Right. And and, and did he give 110%? Because
0: mm-hmm. someone's got to give 110%, I mean,
1: Chris. I think it's going to go all the way under the bra, under the panties. It's going to be awesome.
0: That's true. Over, under, and in, and out. That's what shoe all about. And every single year, Madden, you know
6: what they do? They leave it on the field. That's right. That's right. They yeah, left it on the field. On the field. Instead of watching, instead of watching uh, the Super Bowl, just watch Sunday Night Heat. You know you are breaking it back. I just
2: like to thank God for this podcast for a second. <laughs> My Lord, Savior, Jesus yes. Christ,
0: He made all this possible. I know I ruined that guy's career on the field today, but Jesus was really proud of me. That's he never right. liked that guy. Surely
1: Jesus picks sides, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's mm-hmm. often known to pick surely sides
0: surely in Surely the side events. that
2: lost must not have prayed as hard as, as our side.
0: Mm-hmm. Go the Rams! I don't know why Jesus was done all day. Todd Gurley! <laughs> that's a player damn, uh, for the Rams damn it
1: Jared Goff are we ready for the community segment which as always is segmenting
2: the community yes
1: thank you uh, well last week's question of the week as you we might remember was what's your favorite Resident Evil or Kingdom Hearts and what's a fond memory from your favorite Um, Trav you weren't here earlier uh, do you have an answer to this I mean I'm guessing I know already but
6: so actually, out of the two, I enjoy Resident Evil way more really? than Man. Kingdom Hearts. Um, I was not expecting this outcome, but
0: you get a Resident Evil game every seven minutes. Like, what the fuck right. does it matter? This is the first yeah. time in forever.
8: First time in forever.
6: was that was. I mean, I bought <laughs> I bought Kingdom Hearts, without a slavish devotion to finishing this this story. But no, like Resident Evil had so many great moments, that, like that just like resonates with me, uh, like. I remember, so, when I first played the GBA remake, you know, you had the scene in, in the original uh, Resident Evil where you open the door and the dog, like, well, she opened it I think twice, the dog, like, mm-hmm. comes out and, like does, like, the stupid face and, like, it scares you, but then it, like, goes away. Yeah. When well, you're playing the remake and you do that, and then the dog busts through it yeah. like, scared the shit out of mm-hmm. me and my sister, like, oh, well, I... Oh, <laughs> You're talking on the 2 yeah, remake, It was right? really great. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, her Yeah, on off. the to remake, yes. Oh, my God, yeah. There's just so many like cool moments, like just oh shit moments in Resident Evil. Like it just felt better. I-, I just I couldn't think of anything with Kingdom Hearts where other than like oh that story thing sure did happen. Okay, let's keep on going. <laughs> well, Tron was Tron was cool going into the Tron world, especially having not watched Tron before playing that world. That was cool. You
0: know what's not cool doing it again in Dream Drop Distance and meeting like a Jeff Bridges who thankfully. Looks better than fake dress- <laughs> <laughs> bridges in the movie Tron Legacy. Like oh, it. <laughs> it looked good at the Elon time. Even on 3DS, it's it looked wonderful. Looked good at the time. Really didn't. Happy 10th anniversary, that movie.
1: Oh, oh man. That long already? Feel old. It means old, it was everyone. 10 years ago that
2: I was in the Muppet Theater at Disney's California Adventure watching the Tron Experience, which was basically just
0: that movie with fans. Hmm. Bro, bro, I still have like one of those little lip containers with the tokens in them. On my mantle. Lip containers. Because uh, they opened up Flynn's Arcade, Flins, Arcade across, was across the way. The way. Ah, that,
2: okay. that used to be a restaurant and then an employee cafeteria right there hmm. in California. Hmm. Right next to Superstar Limo, the greatest attraction to ever exist at oh, a Disney park.
3: What a bunch
0: it of dog shit.
2: Oprah Winfrey and Jackie Chan in the same attraction. Hmm. How could you go wrong? Yes. Yeah, so with Drew <laughs> Carey and whooping
0: Goldberg. <laughs>
2: Might have been May yeah, maybe they didn't have a rope, I'm trying to remember, Jesus. It definitely had Jackie Chan, it was awful.
1: Well, Laser Time Rules was the first to answer on VentureGameApocalypse.com, and they said, Resident Evil, easily. One of my favorite memories is in the Resident Evil remake when you first encounter a crimson head, if you didn't properly dispose of a zombie. The adrenaline rush when you realize they're as fast or faster than you, and you can't properly aim or, or have run out of ammo was such a fun and intense ghost baby
2: says as much as i love the
1: resi franchise
2: this person must be
1: british Rezzy, uh
2: being a soft git definitely british means i don't enjoy <laughs> actually playing the game so much but my fondest memory is tied to my holiday again british to japan in 2002 uh my second favorite gaming year i went to the sony bul- building in Ginza? Uh, Where one of the screens was proudly displaying the Resident Evil movie trailer. It looked amazing! This was around January and the film didn't release back in the UK until autumn that year. Uh, In a world without proper internet, I became the My Uncle Works at Nintendo guy for months telling everybody about that Rezzy goodness that was to come. I know the movies ended up as a mess, but I stand by the first two as enjoyable, campy action films. I think that's a fair assessment. They're campy. Sure. Yeah.
1: I still think it's it's a pity that George Romero never got to direct one. Just because... And, and like, the fact that it was, like, taken up as such a thing. It's like He had a zombie wearing sunglass. Like, who gives a fuck? He's George Romero.
6: They would have been better than the movies we got. <laughs>
0: Ecto Berger
6: says, my first
0: interaction with Resident Evil was back on the PS1. My cousin had gotten me the Resident Evil's director's cut as a present, and I had no clue what the game was or what I was in for. That's kind of a cool way to be introduced to it. Uh, I was immediately hooked. Despite all the clunky controls and arbitrary puzzles, the flimsy story, and terrible voice acting, I could tell there was something magical with this series. By the time Resident Evil 2 came out, I was ready and jumped in with both feet. And even though the game is full full of amazing uh, moments... Nothing for me will ever top the first encounter with the liquor monster.
7: Yeah, mm. Those guys.
0: Over the years, uh, the series has, has had its ups and downs, trying to find the balance between action and terror. And I think they finally found where they, uh, they need to be with Resident Evil 7. I didn't play it in VR, but still found myself utterly terrified to continue playing, yet unable to stop anyway. Playing uh, through Resident Evil 2 Remake Demo has given me the feeling uh, that we are about to embark on another horrific journey, just like Resident Evil 7, and I couldn't be happier.
2: Yep. Uh, scariest uh, monster in the new one, and the, I won't spoil when this happens, but Michael and I agreed. It is a uh, middle-aged overweight man is the mm. scariest thing mm. in the new Resident Evil game.
1: Absolutely.
6: As is true in all aspects of life. <laughs> 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 all right. Hansel und Gretel says, Mostly because the suffering made me a weenie about all horror games, I have to choose Kingdom Hearts. I, like Chris, love classic Disney animation and adore the parks to the hey, point hey, where hey, me too. I'm a, I'm the Disney fanatic of my office and everyone who comes to for a trip planning. But back to the point, that made Kingdom Hearts the, inti- the intriguing series for me. But as the series progressed, I kept asking myself, is it really a Disney game or some weird Final Fantasy offshoot that happens to get to use Disney IP? It's that. (laughs) that. (laughs) Either way, after not playing anything after Kingdom Hearts 2, boy... Man, that's a choice. Uh, I have spent hours on YouTube catching up on the story, including the mobile game story, so I can be prepared just to see the ending, the end of this insanely beautiful mess of Disney and Square Fantasy. I can only hope to see some ridiculous, cheesy Disney message being at the end of it all. And because they just sort of dropped real explanation of the character, let's retcon the master of masters into Walt. If that happens, I I probably will throw my PS4 in the trash. I will just (laughs) throw it away.
1: Well, on Twitter, at Peak37PT says, Though I love them both, Ari takes it for me. My favorite memory, Resident Evil 2 scene where Leon calls Claire over the walkie and Claire just sounds exasperated. (laughs) It was a small moment, but it really made me care about them. I will say there's that moment in the new one where like they meet between the chain link fence on yes, other sides of it, yes. and it's just like it's this weird meat cute thing where it's like, Oh hey, it's so good to see you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad to see you. you're doing okay. Yeah. Like, hey, you're still alive, huh? Yeah. This <laughs> is a really casual conversation <laughs> yes, to be having when you're surrounded everywhere. by flesh eating cannibals. Yes.
2: At William 0406 says for my 16th B-Day, my buddy brought over his PS1 and we rented the game I would chat with friends about on X-Band between Mario Kart matches, Resident Evil 1. We stayed up late... You into had an X-band? <laughs> We stayed up late into the morning using GamePro to help navigate. It convinced me to go PS1 instead of the yet-to-be-released N64. That is a very 90s tweet.
0: Which would also get Resident Evil 2 eventually. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sort of. Mostly. <laughs> Sloppy Midkiff says, I got to go with Kingdom Hearts. you damn right you do. So back in uh, 2003, I scrapped and, sa- scrapped and saved uh, enough to buy my own refurbished PS2 from GameStop, the first game I bought. Kingdom Hearts? So I guess it had a great influence on my choice of console brand since 2002. Mm. Uh,
6: from the official La- LaserTime Time Facebook community, where I'm a moderator at, Christian Bates Hardy says, Even though I've skipped about half the games in the franchise, I'll say Resident Evil. Resident Evil 4 came out at a time that I needed to take a break from university and reevaluate my life. Naturally, this led to me doing nothing for a month but playing mercenaries mode and trying to beat the high scores set by me and my roommates. Good times and questionable life
3: choices.
6: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I've definitely been in a college dorm saying, you know, instead of me going to class, why don't I fight this liquor for like the fifth time and die? So I I understand that and I agree with you on that.
2: (laughs) I think good times and questionable
1: life choices should have been an MC Chris album title
2: when he
0: rants
1: about (laughs) Resident Evil. Uh, Jesse Moore says, besides beating Resident Evil 2 on N64 of all things, they've always left a bad taste in my mouth, and they just never hooked me. Kingdom Hearts has Winnie the Pooh, though, and he is fantastic. Oh,
0: bother. I can't do, I wish I could do a better, uh, uh, Winnie the Pooh impression, but all I have is piglet. 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 It's something. Love the way he says piglet.
2: It's so sweet. You can work
0: with that. I miss you, Jim Cummings. Even though you're all Obi Wan
2: Kenobi, <laughs> will you act in this movie? It's a with matter
1: me? of time. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, they already they were in a movie together last year.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Nick Turner says my preference easily goes uh, to R E. For one, the plot makes much more sense. Which, just Christ, it's saying something for a series to have less coherency than R E. <laughs> there are many, many other reasons, but I think uh, that was the most salient
6: uh, one. Yeah. Uh, Indeed. Patrick McClafferty says, while I generally prefer Kingdom Hearts, Resident Evil's just overall better f- just for Resident Evil 4. Favorite moment has to, has to be going across the lake when the fish monster attacks. It's probably one of my f- most memorable boss battles of the console generation. Four has some really cool boss battles. Like, I'm thinking even, like, it's silly, but the statue fight is fun. Like, it's dumb, but that, like.
1: Th- that was the moment when it, it just turned so silly. It's like, I can't be scared of this anymore.
6: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. A lot of people said 4. 4 pretty much put it over for them
2: uh, that Resident Evil was better just based on that one game alone. So,
6: Yeah. I mean, I, I I think 4 is like the third best Resident Evil game, but I could be in the minority for that. That's fine.
0: You an, umbre- you an Umbrella Chronicles man? Uh, no, it's <laughs> it's
6: 2 and Code Veronica. I, I stated it already. I think Code Veronica huh. is a yeah. really good yeah. game.
0: Interesting. <laughs> Well, on a later podcast, we'll have to talk about how good Umbrella Chronicles is. And oh, my God. Ken Disney. Ken Disney. You'll never believe which one he ch- I prefer Resident what? Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Excommunicated. Uh, but I'll have to go. Oh, I'll have to go with Kingdom Hearts because my son is six and loves it. Mm. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is one of the few games not on the Switch we can hang out uh, and play together. Also, my name is Disney. (laughs) On a side note, I watch anime while I run run at the gym. It actually keeps me motivated to go. This is related to me
2: watching High Score Girl at the gym.
6: Yeah, do you run like Naruto with your arms behind your back while you're running in the gym? I know I, would, I do. Okay, <laughs> I would need Mario do ran like that first. We all
2: have to do the One Punch Man gym routine, right? Which is what, uh, the 100 push-ups? Something like 100 that, 100 sit-ups? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh,
6: it's a, 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100. Uh, 1,000 push-ups, 1,000 sit-ups, 1,000 1, squats a day. And you have right. to run 4 and kilometers four a day.
2: 4 kilometers, there it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, I knew you'd be nerding enough to know that. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh Well, Chris Johnson says, I remember playing Kingdom Hearts 2 during a family party when I was 12, and my mom came up to scold me for not coming down for three hours. It was because <laughs> I was on the final boss, mom, that would make you go back to the cutscene every time you died. Three hours. Ugh. Good times. No, not good times. Also, I yeah. bought a PS3 specifically to buy Kingdom Hearts 3 <laughs> when it would come out. <laughs> yeah yeah (laughs) sorry bro
2: good thing you got that second job to buy the ps3 (laughs) Uh,
1: well we've got a couple video responses as well the first being from our favorite farm boy gallatin carhartt wearing a scary ninja mask because it's cold
5: good morning vta from uh... Mo, Kentucky here. This is Gallatin Carhartt calling in. hope you can hear me. I got all my gear on because, well, it snowed last night, and it's not a big deal of snow. It, did, it is cold. It's got a windshield of 10 right now. I got Pixie here with me. We're uh, I'm oh, up here it's getting it's ready to start horse. breaking some ice, feed the rabbits, drop some hay, stuff like that. But I thought I'd answer real quick this week's question of the week. Resident Evil 2 or Kingdom Hearts 3? And it's going to be Kingdom Hearts, is what old Galaxy Carhartt's most excited for. Uh, I like Kingdom Hearts. I like playing as a different dude who works with the Disney characters rather than like a I'm Aladdin or something kind of deal. I like that. Uh, but also, i got a deep love, deep love for Disney. Uh, Disney World, also when it comes to locations. That's where Lacey and I got married years ago, about 14 years ago and some change, what? a couple of days change. We got married there. Honeymoon was there. We've been there numerous times. Both girls have been lucky. Uh, three times or so apiece, at least, uh, each. And uh, so we, we dig that place. But also, the Kingdom Hearts games kind of have this weird place in my heart that Avery was born just before Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. And she uh, she was actually born two months early, she was born at 32 weeks. And if you know anything, the lungs haven't fully formed at that point. So she spent the first month of her life in the NICU unit um, in Nashville and here in Kentucky. And so to kind of keep my mind off worry, I kept reading over and over this preview from the official PlayStation magazine that used to be Y'all's Place. Uh, I kept reading the, the, the preview of that game over and over again and played it quite a bit when... Probably came out and we still had to worry a lot about her and kind of keep an eye on her so i kept her beside me as i played the game anyways guys that's it for me king of hearts 3 y'all take it easy keep warm Bye. wow okay. michael just so we're clear that is a
2: ski mask, not a ninja mask. <laughs> it's a ninja mask. It shows <laughs> the eyes and covers the nose and mouth.
1: It's a ninja mask.
6: I, I also call those ninja masks because we don't use those. Why would I ever need to see what a ski mask looks like? Yeah.
1: It's not a full balaclava, is it? It's it's, it's like a, a, a face mask specifically. I have one of those. Yeah. Where, oh, okay. it, it has the, where it has the, the, the slot over the nose? nose. Yes, yeah, okay. I have yeah. one Fair enough.
2: Because I occasionally go outdoors. <laughs> occasionally. I'm
6: with Godfrey Carhartt. Disney World. Better than land.
1: Nope.
6: Wrong. Better than land. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wrong! They each have their merits. Um, we also have a video response from Red Rock 963 Hope we get to see her
4: cat. Hey, VGA, it's Red Rock 963 here, and this cuddle pile oh, you see is Ozzy, who's being my buddy right now. And um, between the two of them, even though I do like Resident Evil 2 and I plan on getting that remake... Um, Kingdom Hearts kind of holds a special place in my heart because it's the basically the reason why I'm married. Um, me and my husband, when we were still friends, working at the same office, had a pre-order at the same GameStop. That's kind of the why we started hanging out together, and we'd go to each other's house and play the game together. And then next thing I know, we're on our first date at the silent hill movie of all things. And then 12 years later, we're <laughs> married and buying kingdom hearts three together, even though he does, he doesn't really like the series as much anymore as I do. And I am like obsessed with the series, but yeah, kingdom hearts definitely holds a very special place in my heart. And I cannot wait to play three. Anyway. Um, See you guys later. Have an excellent week, and I'm looking forward to episode 300.
1: Uh, thanks to everyone who uh, answered. Obviously, that was recorded before our episode 300, where we yeah. didn't get to the question of the week answers. But I'm just imagining that as like they got to the GameStop at the same yes. time, and it was sort of like a Lady in the Tramp thing with the same piece of spaghetti. Me, except I was it's... picturing the same Miku, where they, they both grabbed both... the
2: same yeah one copy on the of the shelf. game. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, and, and then, then now, they're like, you take it.
1: No, no, you
2: take it. And then they come to blows over it. Right. And now that now she says he's not as into it anymore. I'm like picturing mm. like the discussions like you've changed, Don. <laughs> You're more of a final fantasy man now. I'm sure, her husband's name is Don. Yeah, I just in my headcanon, it's Don. Sure.
1: Alright. <laughs> Sorry, Red Rock. <laughs> and Don. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy the game, Don. Uh, new question of the week, what was your favorite year in gaming yeah. and why? Following up on our topic from episode 300.
0: Yep. 89, baby. Didn't get in there, but it's my personal favorite.
1: Yeah. I think uh, mine is obviously 2001, but because it didn't quite make the cut, 1998 mm-hmm. was a huge year that is, I think, at the top of literally everyone else's everyone, list, yeah, everyone except for it. us, because we're fucking freaks. No. No.
0: Because <laughs> we're intentional. F- we, none of us wanted to pick it because we thought it was too too much of a clench. I wanted to pick it. I didn't. I said you said you should. I yeah. said Matt and I said we weren't going to. No, nope. fair enough.
2: Nope. I'm gonna stick with that. Uh, I like two thousand and two. Even though two thousand and one was my pick and that got the number one. Two thousand two is great.
1: Oh Diana has
2: an Uh-oh. opinion. Uh oh. Uh <laughs> oh. Two thousand two though, Animal Crossing.
9: Nineteen thirty nine. That's best hey, the best year in gaming. You <laughs> goddamn right it is. Nineteen thirty nine, it had uh Gone with the Wind Unleashed <laughs> Unleashed.
1: Oh, <laughs> you don't want to go with Gun with the Wind Revelations?
9: So, no, Stagecoach Revelations. That uh-huh, was the good uh-huh, one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, Stagecoach
2: Wizard Origins. Of Chronicles. And you can play all these games at the Museo Mechanique here in the Bay
9: Area. Yeah. You know, uh, Gunga, Gid, Gun, Gunga Dan An old-timey Nickelodeon. Gunga was a really good first-person shooter.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah.
9: You know, playing as Gary Cooper is really cool. Sure. Right. Uh, Mr. Smith goes to Washington Unleashed.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I like the remake with Brad Brad and Angelina, which was Mr. and Mrs. Smith go to Washington. Oh, that was nice. That was yeah. Good.
9: yeah. No, I, I was was
2: 39?
9: 39. <laughs> 39 is a busy year for games, man. Brad Pitt ages mm-hmm.
0: backwards, bro. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we, we all go. know that. <laughs> He's got man, the Benjamin When, when does Diana get to get her own video game podcast called Gaming and the Archduke Ferdinand? <laughs> Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, man. If you want that, go to patreon.com slash lasertime. Archduke Ferdinand, totally loved that machine where you put in a nickel and a little mechanical baseball guy hit a yeah. ball. <laughs> Started a world war. <laughs> All
9: right. I was just dropping in because uh, I was sweeping. Just because. Because the whole house smells like skunk right it now. It really does. It it's so
1: gross. Yeah.
9: yeah. Yeah. Steve set off a skunk outside. Uh, God oh. damn it, Sorry yeah. about that, everybody. Okay. I'm going away now. All right. Good to see Bye. you.
1: Thanks for the cameo.
9: Special guest star, Diana, Diana Goodman,
1: Goodman, everybody. Big round of
0: applause. <laughs> <laughs> well, not going to top that. Go ahead, <laughs> All right, <Ryan>.
6: Great. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so the, the my easy the easy answer would be 94 because that's what I was hounding uh, Alan about. Uh, I want to give you credit.
2: We... TL helped make 94 make our list because he be, had primed me before the show. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "It's got to be '94," and I was like, "Nah, dude, I don't know, I don't." But then, when Brett made the strong case, it brought back memories of TL's case for '94. So, you might be partially responsible for '94 making our
6: list.
1: Final Fantasy VI, Donkey Kong, uh, Donkey Kong Country, and uh, Earthworm Jim. Donkey Kong '94, 94. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All of those.
6: I mean, and then like all the uh, you guys talked about that last last week, so it's fine. We did. I'm going to go ten years later. 2004. Really? 2004 has a lot of really great games and it's a very strong like a year GBA. um so yeah if you do like gba uh there is the treasure astro boy game which is really good oh, um shit. Just, i'm just it's looking at this stuff um it is i'd like it better as
0: the tiny tunes game but okay uh
6: it is the same year that paper mario thousand year door which is the best version of paper mario a good game Indeed it is. um def jam fight for new york which is a <laughs> oh, f- completely unlike unre- un un like un- like underrated game. Like *Jesse and Fight for New York* is one of the best games I've ever played in my life.
1: No shit, I love that game. I played. I, I created an Ollie G clone and played through the whole thing as him.
6: <laughs> right. Um. The first good fight night game comes out. Fight Night 2004. I'm literally just looking through a list. A uh, Fire Emblem. The first Fire Emblem game. Fire Emblem: and The Sacred Stone uh, Stones comes out in the U.S. on the GBA. Um. It's just such a—it's such a really good year. Uh, but this is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. It's the year that oh, Grand yes. Theft Auto San Andreas comes out. Go. That's uh,
2: bas- yeah, basically. Unimpeachable. Boys in the Hood, the video game. Yep. I like it pretty much. Yes.
9: How, how does that compare to Wizard of Oz, Assassin's Odyssey? <laughs> <laughs>
2: you came back to make that joke.
9: <laughs> I did. Oh, <laughs> I was like, wait, wait. I missed a really important 1939 movie. Okay, bye.
2: Diana, good morning, everybody, <laughs> ladies yes, and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank oh. you. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm beginning
1: to think of that skunk smell as in a little something else going on <laughs> I assure you it is not we have a family of skunks that live under our house they are awful what does the raccoon think about that the raccoon is nonplussed by this um, actually the, I think the skunks have chased off the raccoons which sucks because I actually liked raccoons coming by our house anyway they're adorable Yeah,
6: yeah, uh, but yeah no, it's a great year uh, also Milgersaw 3 comes out that year uh, Metal Wolf Chaos is released in Japan that year, which we will get wow. this does that come year. Out?
2: That's that's this year sometime, right? Sometime have they, have they yeah. put a date on
1: that. Really should have
0: been on our top five I most it, anticipated. Played
2: it at PAX, so it was great. Hmm.
0: Yeah, you know those kind of games take
6: time, huh? Why yeah. is not Xbox idea? ports take time? <laughs>
2: sure, <laughs> <laughs> Xbox One ports, or not not one Xbox original.
6: Yeah, and I definitely want to bring this up because Matt brought it up earlier. It's the best Madden game to come out, like the best Madden game and the best NCAA football game came out with. Madden 2005 and NCAA football 2005. Yeah, remember Jordan when they Becker actually had
1: competition yeah. in terms of NFL 2K5. What was the last year of the
2: 2Ks? Was that one? It
1: was a 2K1. It was 2K5. 2K5. Yeah.
6: Okay, 2K5 is and the last. I remember one that because... because
1: it had like the weird thing where you could like play against celebrities who had like uploaded their gameplay data. Huh. And so I think oh. I think it was like Grandmaster Flash of all people, like just. Like uh, I challenged him to a game, and then like I quit out midway through, and like his in-game avatar got pissed at me and was like, "Hey, look, I'm making time for you, you, you fucking play you through the game." You were actually
2: playing Grandmaster
6: Flash, I and you that. wasted yeah. the Grandmaster's time. <laughs> How Dare you? Yeah, because you you get like a crib, and like, uh, 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 Seth Green would call you and be like, "Hey, it's Seth Green. We should totally play football so together." Weird. And like, was were those the ones that were twenty dollars? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, so
2: good.
6: This was the first year where it was $20. So uh, uh, TL in college as a freshman uh, who did not have a lot of money, it was a revelation for this really good football game to come out and for me to only have to pay $20 as opposed to $50 for Madden.
0: That was nuts. I forgot about that. The $20 brand-new football game.
6: Yeah. So 2004, great year. It's a great year. I graduated high school that year, too. It was just a great year in general.
1: All right, so what was your favorite yes. year in gaming, and why? Tell us. Go to VigigameApocalypse.com, answer it in the comments under episode 301, or go to the official Laser Time community on Facebook. Uh, there'll be a thread you can answer there, or you can hit us up on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. That's been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Trav, where can people hear more of you?
6: Uh, Sure. Um, we just... Brought our shows back. So if you go to patreon.com slash PNB or PNBcast.com, you can find my shows that I do. I do a video game show. I do a RPG show, do a lot of shows. I, we, so we, we canceled our anime show. Oh no. For reasons dealing with, um, stuff. I'm back, with baby. I'm a patron again.
2: There it is. That's what I needed <laughs> to hear. <laughs>
6: No, we will be doing we will be doing another anime show soon. Wow. Uh so we just canceled the one that we were doing on Full moon Alchemist. We did we did not uh we did a little small episode about it, so go there and see why we canceled that show. Okay. Um yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've also been twitch streaming lately. So if you go to twitch.com uh twitch.tv slash turbo been
2: streaming Kingdom Hearts three a lot. I've over.
6: been streaming Kingdom Hearts three a lot. Um it's going to kill me, and that's great that's cool it's super cool but yeah i've been twitch streaming well because you're not really you you're just a nobody
2: of you right and your heart is in another tl his name is travis oh, that's so deep
6: <sighs> we can't literally can't do <laughs> it uh, but yeah that's that's those are my plugs that's it
0: word all right chris my plugs um I have worked very hard on one of my favorite episodes of Laser Time this year. I know it's only January, but uh, it's called the complete saga of Conan O'Brien's Tonight Show, and it's filled with wonderful clips of people shitting all over Jay Leno, and is a as an exhaustive yet casual look at what the fuck happened at, at NBC twenty years ago that caused them to fire Conan, or did they fire him? Not really, uh, but install reinstall Jay Leno as the host of the Tonight Show for a couple of a couple more months. Why would they do that? Uh, we got the whole story, and it's really, really fun, and I'm, it's one of the things I'm very proud of this week. So be, be sure to check that out, as well as 302010 this week. Again, we're talking about Tecmo Bowl and a shitty, shitty Mel Gibson movie. Which uh, one? <laughs> oh, wait, there's more There's more than that. There's something in <laughs> the 09 segment I'm forgetting, uh, but 302010 is where we look 3020 and 10 years ago, featuring me, Sarah, and uh, Mrs. Michael Roparez, uh Diana Goodman, who you just heard.
1: Twice.
0: It's true. Oh, and bonus bonus time this week, I apologize for, uh, but I put it to a poll and everyone said they'd be down to hear it. This is my friends from Christmas being hammered at two in the morning, demanding to do a podcast. Uh, it is not good. <laughs> oh. Uh, it oh, is man. not good. It's a bunch of drunken stories um, that I pro- we probably shouldn't be telling. Everyone's name has to be changed. Lots of weird bleeps. Uh, it, you're going to hate it. But you, you guys said you wanted it, so patrons get what they want.
2: Well, I am extremely proud of episode 300 from last week. Um, I love when we change up the format, do things. I I love that kind of like uh, round-robin debate format we did. I actually think it's a... Well, too
1: bad we only do it once every two years. Well,
2: I think that show would be a great entry show for for new listeners. And this is where I need your guys' help. I would love for everyone listening... To tell a friend about the show. Tell someone you play games with, your Xbox Live friends, your PSN friends, whatever. Just just get the word out and be like, hey, if you want to know where to start, start with App 300. They go over the best years in gaming of all time. I think it's a great show. Uh, it's always great when when Brett and Dan come back on. Thank you guys for doing that. It's amazing. Uh, just tell friends. Go on iTunes. Rate us. Write reviews. That always helps. Uh, and then you can check me out personally on Twitter. I am
1: at Maddie C. Allen. All right. As always, you can uh, visit us on Twitter at VGApocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. Uh, I've got a great tweet about uh, Frankenstein that seems to be doing some good numbers. So uh, thanks everyone <laughs> who made this dream possible. Uh, Look, <laughs> check out my account; you'll see it. Um, anyway, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week.
2: Chris, is Roadhog more of a top or a bottom type guy to you? Roadhog from Overwatch.
0: I know who Roadhog is, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You can't have that many spikes and be a bottom.
2: <laughs> God damn! That is some sound reasoning. And there and logic. is some secret sound reasoning.
0: <laughs> I wasn't recording.